Hello, I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The show is an hour early tonight, because Rob claims he's got a concert to go to. Come on, dude. We're all friends. What are you really doing tonight? Relaxing? Sunflower seed sale. Japanese wrestling pay-per-view. Be honest with us. We won't judge you. At least not any more than we usually judge you. Here's the show. Might come back with another hickey. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's all of those things together. It's a Japanese pay-per-view. Now, I'm going to see... Watching party. Yeah, I'm going to see At The Gates. Uh, at so. The Gates likes Japanese wrestling? Yeah, they're going to hang out with me. We're going to watch Nakamura. <laughs> Tanahashi, it'll be fun. It's uh. a distortion pedal on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast, episode 302. If you're listening to the archive, we're not early, we're not late. We're li- You're listening to it... Uh, Whenever you want. It doesn't matter when we're doing it. But uh, for the live listeners, you got an extra special joke there. There's some, uh, you know, some uh, important activities going on that delayed the show today. Yeah. So we're early and late at the same time. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> like right down the middle. And also Darren brought us all blimpy. So uh, if saint. we seem happier than normal, it's because yeah. our bellies are full of deliciousness. Mm. Except Noah. Noah didn't want a blimpy. I did want a blimpy, but I couldn't text you back. Oh. I was you got to use the, the dictation feature on your phone. I could. My hands were occupied. Uh oh. Oh. That's how you get the manicure for free. Right. It's a happy ending with my own hands. <laughs> my wife told me when she went to get a manicure, like she gets the same girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, so do I, but mine is on vacation, so oh. things were moving. They a make enough money to go on vacation. At those places? Okay, well, I don't know if she's really on vacation or if she doesn't work there and they just wanted me to come in anyway. Oh. Because I called them in, like, I called them to see if she was there. She mm-hmm. have been working at Blimpy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is that she thinks the girl has a crush on her now. Oh. Because, oh. like, she didn't, con- like, I guess she hadn't been there in a, f- a few weeks. She goes, oh, well, you know, come. Let's see you. Miss you so much. Like, she was, a, she told me it was a little bit over the line. Did she say of, it was so cold today? So cold today. So cold today. without you today, Jennifer. <laughs> so just basically any uh, establishment that your wife goes to, somebody who works there is hitting on her. Yeah. Indian restaurants, nail salons. Well, the Indian restaurant is a given because she looks like she's straight from a Bollywood but movie. some people who work at an Indian restaurant might have more respect yes. than to hit on the clientele. Yeah. But for her, for some reason, they they don't care. They're just like, oh, give me some of that. Right. Here's here's some <laughs> samosas. Now let me see you shirtless. That's, that's uh, pretty much what happens. <laughs> Which, you know, if the samosas are good enough, I would take my shirt off. You would. <laughs> sure. I don't think she would do it. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure God himself could make samosas and she would not get naked. But God, made, God probably made her too. Then, so he'd already he'd be able to see her in the shower. He wouldn't need I to guess. bribe yeah, her. Yeah, God is like ever present. He sees us doing everything. Yeah. That was he, more of a metaphor. Just, like. He just needs a samosa God. Yeah, like that's how good Vishnu? the samosas were. Is that Vishnu? Is that he's he the God of samosas? <laughs> yeah, you he's, mocking a Hinduism. He, he has all those hands. You figure maybe <laughs> one of them is the samosa making hand. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. I was told that my wife is supposedly from a very high uh, caste. Oh, oh, you know, descended from. How do they? Is caste. there? Is that like a special subsection on Ancestry dot com where uh, they tell you like what class you're from? I don't know. I may be getting that wrong. I, I, I think that's what she said, but I can ask her. 
verify. So, like, if she were to go back there, would it? Would they know? Like, well, oh, they, I don't know. If I don't. I honestly have no idea how they do that. But maybe yeah. it's like you can tell from a certain way someone looks, like physical okay. features. And stuff. Interesting. But hmm. I'm sure she'll tell me if okay. I'm wrong. When she gets off the airplane, she gets a tiger and a magic <laughs> yeah. carpet. Well, if you go oh, to Guyana, a magic carpet, if you a go to monkey, if you go to Guyana and you get off the airplane, they attack you with machetes and they kidnap the white people. <laughs> It's very funny, but it's not a joke. Well, <laughs> nope. Good yeah, it's terrible. I guess you're never going to go visit them. No, not <laughs> happening. Unless there's a major political upheaval. Which there probably is, like every couple of years. I bet the, the right kind. <laughs> That's probably less <laughs> Not likely. like one thug taking over from another thug. That's probably all, all we're going to have. One of those thugs could be related to Jennifer. You don't know. What That's if it's true. the right thugs? I t- they to- like, there's like 800 people that live there, so they totally could be. Everybody somewhere. has a chance to run the country the, for like a few weeks. The president could be like an in-law of mine, as far <laughs> as I know. Wow. <laughs> all, all the samosas you can eat. Yep. You don't Suddenly even have to take Noah's interested. <laughs> so Is he you. Jewish? No. <laughs> Highly unlikely. <laughs> Was there any drama, like religious issues, uh, with her family that no, you married a Jew? F- no, they're very secular. Her mother does these kind of, um, you know, like platitude. Like she has, she just kind of takes one from column A, one from column B from every religion, right? And like whatever has a nice sentiment to it. And you know she has some Christian stuff, like there's like samplers and stuff, and bless this house. And then she has some like Hindu, like um, Shiva and like you know elephant stuff around. Where does she keep the magic lantern? Uh, I haven't seen the magic lantern. <laughs> Which religion Jeez. is that? That's the Green Lantern religion. <laughs> She, really she has a little lamp. ring. Or the magic lamp. <laughs> yes. Does she have like a Scientology e-meter? Yeah. She gave you, gave you a stress test before Oh my God. Off on the I just watched that documentary, oh, that HBO documentary. How Going crazy clear. is it? Going clear. Uh, I don't think yeah. it's an... I, HBO aired it. I don't think it's their okay. production. Really? I think, I think they might... I it's think based they, on a book that had nothing to do with HBO. So. I feel like they might have funded it or something Maybe. because I read that they have a team of lawyers. They were, had a team of lawyers that they hired ready for the oncoming lawsuit. Okay. That, uh, but if you ever had an inkling of thought that Scientology was full of crazy people, yes, you, you should correct. watch this documentary because it will confirm yeah. <laughs> all, all of your thoughts. Well, I, I did read a lot about Scientology before that, and I knew like 90% of that stuff. But yeah. what I didn't know... Which amazed me is that I thought like they they basically said Tom Cruise and John Travolta are hostages to them, mm-hmm. and that they do all this shit to keep those two in the in the fold. Mm-hmm. I always thought they were like just deluded stars that gravitated towards Scientology because Scientology kissed their ass. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably how it started out. Yeah, yeah but they're afraid right. to leave. Yeah. Like essentially, they're afraid to say anything bad about Scientology because Scientology has all these like information all this dirt on the yeah. two of them. But the weird thing is, like, clearly the dirt on both of them is that they're gay. They're gay, but, but we all know that. So what are oh, what, what are, did Tom Cruise kill a drifter in 1983? I, and he's I, doesn't I, want people. I'm pretty sure it goes beyond them. So, just being yeah, gay. They and probably also, did a lot of shit. Like, for those who didn't see it, how, the way that they know about all of this stuff is because a big part of the religion yeah. is you sit there with that E-meter. Religion, which, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, Cult. Uh, you sit there and you kind of, the, 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 the whole first level of the religion is to a way to get rid of all of your stresses and anxieties uh-huh. is to talk about them and confront them with this E-meter. And so when the E-meter sees like you're pressurizing, it'll like send a pulse to like fight those 
pressures to right. kill those negative yes. thoughts. The evil spirits. I, so I took it as more of like you're. It, it's a session where you talk about all these things about yourself, like you recall past memories and experiences, and they write down and log everything that you say. Mm-hmm. So like that's how they have all this dirt. Well, on yeah, it that's what it is. But I'm both. just saying like from the, the how they pitch you on it. Like why would you just re- tell some stranger oh. all oh, of your well, deepest, yeah, darkest secrets? I mean, there's a lot secrets. of bullshit that they believe. Because it's like the thought process is right. like, oh, by, by expressing it vocally, you will get rid of that negative thought in your mind. So they And also all- like Scientology is like really against like psychotherapy and stuff. Yeah. And clearly that's why. It's like, no, don't tell them. Tell us. Yeah. And then right. we can just use exactly. it against you later. But I have to say, I, I, I misspoke earlier because I said, you know, Rob was talking about when you go in the religion, I said, yeah, religion. Yeah, all of them are. But is it any different yeah, exactly. from fucking right. Christianity? It's <laughs> newer. That's the, that's the thing. That's the other thing that I took away from it was like, you know, I was so critical of, the, of Scientology. Like, wow, right. this is crazy. They're amassing all of this land and all of this money and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, every, this is yeah. every religion. Have you seen where the Pope lives? Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, like, I was so I watched the documentary and like they have these big events. So the guy who runs the church now, he's got like this weird like sailor suit kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, he looks so ridiculous. And I was like, he he's looks Popeye. way less ridiculous than the Pope. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. He's got a weird sailor suit. At least he doesn't have like a smoking purse and a pointy hat. So I, yeah. they're all ridiculous. And every, like as you watch that movie and you see all the each individual thing they're criticizing Scientology of, it goes and applies to every single uh-huh. religion that exists in the world. Absolutely. Like, oh, they covered up a whole bunch of horrible things that their members did. Oh, but yeah. priests touch boys and yeah. they had a whole industry of covering that up uh, for you know, 60 years. Okay, well, move right along to the next <laughs> thing. And one after the other, they're all... It's yeah. exactly like a religion. So why should Christians be mocking Scientology at all? It's newer. That's why it's okay to like goof on Scientology and Mormons and stuff because their their bullshit is newer. Right. It doesn't. At least have, we're not that crazy. Reason. Is like I think the yeah. viewpoint. It doesn't have uh, you know twelve hundred years of backup. Yeah. And also like it's that trial and error thing, which I think we discussed last week, where like Christianity, Judaism have been around so long right. that the crazier parts of the religion have sort of been yes. quieted down. Uh-huh. These new religions, they they haven't they haven't had that much time yet. Yeah. Like Mormonism until the 70s like black people didn't yes. count as people uh-huh. so that's still fresh enough in our memory that's awful man. but like give it another 50 years and people will have forgotten that that's the thing and then Mitt Romney can finally be president yeah exactly <laughs> Mitt Romney the fifth will be <laughs> our overlord it's just mind blowing that L. Ron Hubbard basically created this just uh-huh. as a way for himself not to pay taxes yeah. right. <laughs> And, and it works. And, and he's and, he, he he was so like narcissistic and like a fucking sociopath. Yeah, eventually he started Not believing it. But I think what was really amazing about it is he convinced enough people about it that it ballooned into this. There's a lot of people that are just looking for whatever. Yeah, there a is. movement of insanity. Like all yeah. of these people are crazy. Uh-huh. And, and just hearing the people that ran away, how they were saying how like, oh, well, when you're inside, it, it just makes it, you're not looking at you're not supposed to look at any criticism of Scientology. Mm-hmm. So you never think stop and think, hey, what I'm doing is. is and done. and um, if if they do get criticism, which this part, like I didn't I didn't know too much about Scientology. Like I just thought they worshipped aliens and all that. Like I didn't know about the intimidation tactics and like that yeah. whole thing with the IRS. So, like, basically, if you criticize Scientology, um, it, like, the the policy is, like, 
you're fair game. Yeah, fair go game after point. them. Yeah. yeah, that's even their code word for yeah. it. Is they're fair game. Yeah. So I feel like they're gonna hack our podcast. Uh oh. Yeah, okay. All right, go ahead, <laughs> motherfucker. We're gonna Bring get it. more more oh, uh, phone is, calls about is battle toads. Is your, is your website secure? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Shh, they don't have to. He know. gives out his own fucking phone number on the air. What do you don't think? don't worry though because in the show summary after the show he's gonna misspell it Scientology so they'll never get the Google. Oh. Alert. <laughs> Koala. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Finally, Rob's lack of uh, spell check. My favorite pays off. part of that movie was the guy, the actor that uh, just like speaks. Who's total, on like Chicago Fire yeah. or whatever and show he that speaks is? Graves and Brooklyn East. Yes. yes. So I don't know. I went into fucking Scientology, you know, just to like, <laughs> I thought I was in a bad point of my life. You don't sound lung cancery enough. Right uh, now. Bad yeah, point of go. my life. Yeah. I was like, hey, fuck it. You know, this is a religion. It sounds good. Yeah, it might sound crazy now, but at the time I really needed it. They're really good, you know. They just hit you. They just hit you with this stuff, you know. It's like a pyramid scheme. It's a cult, you know. It's a cult. It was like me and Tom Cruise. I was higher than Tom Cruise. I was higher than Tom Cruise. You're also not cursing enough. Every other word out of his mouth. Fucking Tom Cruise comes in. Oh, that fucking guy. Maron, he comes in. He's fucking (laughs) 10 minutes. He's in Scientology. He's got him in the fucking top. He's meeting Zeno and shit. What the fuck? the fuck out of here. <laughs> These people are fucking crazy. I mean, they have fucking eight years fucking mopping floors 40 cents an hour. This motherfucker, <laughs> he's on the fucking UFO the first 10 minutes he walks in here. <laughs> That's right. I ain't even fucking been, like, been in the same room as a fucking UFO yet. I ain't even been to the fucking hangar. <laughs> the fuck? The, the hangar. So that guy believes in the religion. He's just bitter that he hasn't gotten on the spaceship yet. Oh yeah, he's he's angry. <laughs> it's just sour grapes. Maybe maybe the Scientology defenders have a point. All you had to do was <laughs> let me in the fucking UFO, meet these fucking <laughs> meet these fucking theans, and that's it. And then I would not be talking man shit about yous, but you fucked up. Back a <laughs> Wait, now aren't the Thetans the bad ones? He doesn't want to meet the Thetans. I want to meet us. I kick their fucking ass. <laughs> Brooklyn style. <laughs> like on the old block. That's like we how used to sh- do. We used to just fuck somebody up and we would take these fucking gabones and put them through the fucking car window and we go down to L and B and have a slice. Now. These fucking Thetans. <laughs> Let me catch one of them hanging out on fucking Avenue X. See what the fuck I do. <laughs> These Jadrules over here. From fucking planet A from? Fucking planet Jadrul or something? What does that mean? is like uh, like an idiot, I think. Oh I, don't, I don't know totally what it is. I've never heard that one before. Yes. You gotta watch. I'm sorry, Noah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You gotta watch out for justice. That's where I get all my uh, Brooklynese. From. Is that a Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal movie okay. where he does the absolute worst Brooklyn accent. <laughs> Everything in a Steven Seagal movie is the worst. Yeah, I was gonna say you didn't have to qualify. But, it as that we, the what? worst ponytail. The worst white guy in a in a geisha outfit. He's like a Native American. <laughs> but everyone else in that movie does a very authentic. Well, because they're got, probably actually from there. So he goes into this uh, like a bar. He's looking for somebody. He's looking for a guy that killed Bobby Lupo. <laughs> I'm looking for the guy that killed Bobby Lupo. 
<laughs> you guys say by seeing Richie. Anybody know why Richie? Oh, I love it. I think this is the first Steven Seagal movie I ever watched. Miles from civilization. Give the arm, But just one subway stop from Manhattan. Hey, you want a party? Brooklyn. They were friends. Ever since we was little. Born on these streets. One of us family. Now, after 15 years, who ever thought that I would have become a cop? They will play cops and robbers one more time. This is the plot of the department. But this time, Richie got out of the car and just stepped up. Bang. Everybody seen Richie. Three of his crew were with him. That was Jerry Orbach. Oh my god. I know this guy better than anybody else. I know the neighborhood better than anybody else. Out for justice. I'm gonna keep coming back until somebody remembers Let's seeing see Richie. No, you know I'll win Play that back, please. Yeah, I'm gonna keep coming back here. He sounds like Michael Rappaport's younger sister. <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna keep coming back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. Somebody remembers. Hold on, where the fuck is Richie over here? It's another part. Pause that. He goes in the, that same bar. He's looking for Richie, and the guy's shoot. He's um. He shoots the gun off in the air, like pow, 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 like to get attention or whatever. And he go, and they go, oh, what are you doing? You're gonna shoot somebody upstairs. He goes, but there ain't nobody upstairs. <laughs> you know what the crazy thing is? While that scene was being shot in that bar, Darren was in the bar's bathroom throwing out some shitty underpants. <laughs> and he sort of snuck out, and Stephen Seagal went chasing after him. Is that Richie? Hey, Richie's underway. I'm gonna keep coming back here to somebody. <laughs> Remember seeing them <laughs> shitty underwear. Hey, us. Over here, Sal. Get in the car! Find this guy before you do. Yeah, he sounds like the Red Cord Merch guy. Yeah. I'm going to find this hey, guy before you do. I'm going to find Reggie. Where the look is Reggie? He stole my Red Cord Merch. <laughs> Metal FIFA. So you still call me here like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody Nobody seen Zeno in here? <laughs> <laughs> he's the one guy they didn't let into Scientology. Our doors are closed. Yeah. We've seen your bank accounts. You yeah. can't afford and it. What can we find on him that will embarrass him more than his career? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just printed out his IMDb page. <laughs> I love all these sound effects. He's <laughs> in a bad mood, you know? Maybe it's like a mood swing. My hormones, I don't know. <laughs> In this neighborhood, you got PMS. I don't know. Hey, it's Richie. Someone's got to take out the garbage. Yeah. This movie. Steven Seagal. Out for justice. It's amazing how in the '80s there was a period of time where, like, if you could speak. Sort of good, no, not even good. If you could sort of speak English right. and knew like two karate moves, you'd get yes. a series of movies. Yeah, like, that's Seagal, all it took. He was like, the worst martial yeah, artist. Yeah, who? Yeah, like how? What, what was Steven Seagal before a movie star? Was he anything? Like, he was like he took martial arts and stuff. Who like, made the call? He was the original Tiger Shulman. This guy is gonna. This guy is gonna be a star. Well, he's a self-made guy. Like he did that. All he made on his, his own, own movie. Yeah. I assume it was Richie, and that's why he's trying to avenge him now because that's who Wait, he it's start. Richie. It's Richie's fault. <laughs> That we have all these shitty fuck. I should avenge uh, Fine Ray. Where the fuck is Richie? You funded this piece of crap. Uh, you're the guy that green lighted this. Pow, pow, pow. Darren's here to take out the garbage. 
Steven Seagal's movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was just going to tell a quick story. Yesterday, we took the dogs to the dog run on 86th Street, and like these two Goombas got into an altercation. <laughs> was one of them Richie? Richie. <laughs> they were both named Richie. Bobby Lupo. So it was basically like an older, fatter Italian man and then like a Guido kid. And they're just like, take care of your dog. No, you take care of your dog. Mind your business. Don't talk about my mother. That's how every argument in this neighborhood sounds, by the way. Yeah. That's like one, I, a few months ago, I was uh, walking on Third Avenue over here and uh, a guy was trying to turn the corner and the other guy was walking in the crosswalk. I don't even remember who had the right of way, but whatever. The guy in the car like stopped short and almost hit the guy but didn't and then it was like yeah hey, watch where you're going motherfucker you watch where you're driving no you watch where you're going you shut up don't talk to me like that yeah, you don't talk to me like that <laughs> and it's just them repeating the same yeah. shit to each other nobody backs down for, for, a, for 10, a, like yeah, 10 minutes yeah. they just wouldn't clear the All intersection all you have to do is just walk away okay so like at the dog run basically what happened was there was like a corner that we call like the, the mafia corner because it's just a bunch of Italian guys yelling okay do and, they have dogs? And or they posturing? Just... Yes. Okay. They had like Dobermans and stuff. And, you know, like, so so the men are like barking and then the dogs are barking. And then the dogs got into a fight with the Guido kid's dog. Uh, he wasn't part of their group? He was separate. He was like off to the side. So then the dogs are fine. <laughs> the dogs are fine. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> watch your dog. Watch your dog. Keep your dog in check. <laughs> Keep him in check. <laughs> Keep did him in check, or I'll keep you in check. And right, that's did, what he said to the guy, and then and then like he brings his big belly over, like I'm older than you. Don't talk to me. Where's your respect? Oh, wait. did anybody hit anyone? No, no, but it's just like, and they're so loud, and like we're just all the dogs are running around, and they're did it happy freak the dogs and fluffy. Out? No, the dogs okay. just started ignoring them. Okay, good. So just like shut up. The dogs made peace before the actual. Don't human. come to the dog run to have an argument. I, I, I think they just bring the arguments wherever they go. Yeah, it's true. And, like, lit- like, literally it was going on for, like, 15 minutes until, like, another man, <laughs> like, a third man just came over and, like, told the kid, look, just just calm yeah. down. Just walk away. Like, you're loud. Just f- forget about it. Forget about it. So then as we, like, we left maybe five minutes later, the Guido kid is by the gate um, where the entrance is. At the gates. At the gates. <laughs> Telling another guy, you wouldn't believe this guy. Uh, he doesn't even care about his own dog. He don't take uh, care of his dog. These fucking guys, they don't like dogs. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> shit? This is bullshit. It's like, Shut up. He treats his dog like Richie. What? <laughs> Shut Richie. <laughs> what, what, where's the part where the dog got peed on? I thought there was oh, yeah, like that. Oh, you yeah. Tweeted Tycho, that Tycho yeah, got um, pissed on. Was it the guy that did it or the dog? Uh, uh, no, no, it was Those the dog. Those Italians are very territorial. <laughs> Dave Hill takes his dog to the dog run and he's always giving funny updates. So I figured I'd chime in with my own. <laughs> okay. And he liked it. Nice. He uh, Dave Dave Hill, there? yeah. Oh, you spoke but to no, him. He's or? not at the dog on the run at 86. Oh, on the Twitter. Um pro- probably not, but yeah. perhaps we'll have a doggy play date and then he can Aww. come and hang out with us on the podcast. Nice. Mm. Rob set that up. Thank you. Deal. So speaking of religion, oh. there is a quite a religious altercation uh-huh. between a uh, Christian club oh, yeah. owner in Orlando and Vital Remains. So 
Vital Remains, for those of you who are not familiar, is a satanic death metal band. And their front man is really, really into Satanism. He's all about it. He is a high priest in the satanic church. And so at this club, The Haven, in Orlando, again, I want to remind you, this is in Florida, there was a crucifix above the stage. And the front man of the band was so offended that there was a crucifix above him while he was performing. This is the uh, one of the high priests of the Satanic Church. Yes. He demanded it be taken down. Right. And then, uh, so I'm going to play the video. And then eventually the the club owner comes and she's like, don't you touch my cross. <laughs> and then let's see give what happens. Give it to me. Give it to me. We're going to have give it this to me. This is We're a Bible Prime Man. There we go. The cross is down and it is inverted now. Yes, he's holding it up upside down because that means something. And then, that's fine. Don't worry, we're not going to break it or anything, but... No, that's fine, but I'm going this during... That's fine, you can go put it away, but I'm not having this on our stage while we're singing songs about Satan. Except it's not their stage. When they're on there, it's their stage. No. So at this point... This well, well, hold on a all that. But hold on, hold Get on. it? I, it remains. I, I just want it's a different band. Yeah, that's the joke. Go on. I want to throw one thing in though. That it they do it, like as stupid as this is, and I agree, it's retarded. Um, if you were Jewish, you wouldn't want to do a show under a swastika. Right? But they must have seen this when they loaded in. Maybe it's they, not like middle of the set. All of a sudden, they notice. So you think he he made a show of his offense? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, I don't disagree. If it's so offensive, don't go on yeah, stage. Yeah, before like they had to load in. They yeah. were they would have yeah. seen it. So I agree there is some cynicism to it. So but he also has a right to take it down and be like, this is bullshit. I don't think he has a right it's not his club. You can't just these these uh, Um Well all right, continue he's with not, the story. He's not, hold he's on. not in Indiana, so he has no no protection. Let's uh <laughs> let's let break Well let, let wait wait, let this video go go all the way through and then we'll debate it. So at this point the woman comes on stage, claims her cross, and is now holding it up in the air uh, uh, almost as if to tell everyone to repent, right, or, or whatever. Well, I say fuck that fucking piece of shit hanging on that fucking cross. He can suck my fucking cock in hell, and maybe you should look into what bands you book before we get here. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck Jesus! Fuck Jesus! Fuck Jesus! Fuck Jesus! Fuck Jesus! Fuck Jesus! They just got into that riff seamlessly. It's amazing what good yeah. musicians these guys are. Is this yeah, like a band that anyone gives a fuck about? No. Not anymore. But they were at some point? Well, Glenn Benton was in the band at one point, and then... And also their main guitarist left. I don't know. They're... they're I'll tell you what. I wasn't going to take this off. But... My oh, and so at this point, can you imagine this woman? Now, this woman has to be like 60 years old. Yes. She's on stage in her club, looks out, sees a bunch of hoodlums uh, through her perce- perception, a bunch of metal hoodlums. Well, why'd she let them in? Why'd Chanting she let them in? Really, well, the stupidity goes both ways. It goes both ways, for sure. Uh, uniformly stupid. Everyone yeah, involved but, is stupid. But like I, see, like, I just imagine her reaction with a cross in her hand, having hundreds of people chant, fuck Jesus at her. And she just <laughs> She's probably thrilled. This is like, what they always talk about in church. This is the holy war. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, but she's also probably in her mind about to get steamrolled. By but she's old. She knows wow. she's going to go to heaven at the end. Anyway, so 
I, I don't know. Look, the fuck Jesus chant, in my personal opinion, yes. as a metalhead, I'm embarrassed. Can I ask you a question? Corny. Can I ask yeah. you a question? Sure. Now, now, having said that, and fully admitting that I could not name one second of one Vital Remains lyric, I would have to assume that the shit they say in their act is worse than saying fuck Jesus. Probably. Okay. So what's the big deal? Are you embarrassed by bands you listen to that say those in their lyrics? I don't think Rob's embarrassed at the sentiment. I think he's just embarrassed that, like, it's such a childish... They handled it in yes. a very childish manner. Thank, thank, thank you for... Okay, yeah, but the, a, you're talking about a, a group whose whole... Act, and a genre whose whole act is childish. Yeah. So that's true. why aren't we criticizing that, too? There it's is a, a song they have called Where Is Your God Now? So. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's their thing. So don't just start book playing them. the music. Yeah. Don't, don't chant. Yeah, and uh, just the, the the whole back and forth was just so ridiculous. It's so like, and by the way, Satanism is no better than Christianity. It's like another stu- like I don't know how Satanism became the alternative, like the smarter. Ult- it's just another I I, stupid uh, myth. How I old is this lead singer? Like at least I want to say in his thirties. Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, and so here the the thing with the Satanism where the Satanism that this guy practices, I feel it's all just a response. It's like a troll to be he's as pissing his parents to, off to Christians. Yeah, except he's an adult trying to. He's do upset it. that his parents started charging him for rent while he lived <laughs> yeah. in the basement. He's like, I'll show them. Well, at least he's making a moderate amount of money <laughs> off being an idiot, though. If I have to pay rent to live in this basement, I'm taking this damn cross off the wall. I don't care what you say, Mom. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what this is. I'm gonna break your rosary. Yeah. He's just lashing out at this. He's projecting his parents onto this poor woman. Right, exactly. That's exactly what it is there. We figured it out. <laughs> That's well, really, that is he, it. He uh, never wanted to shy away from press. He issued a statement. Oh. Okay. And was it fuck Jesus? Fuck he goes, Jesus. He goes, first of all, this wasn't planned. This was a small club show. It wasn't done as some sort of publicity. Thank, thanks for telling us it was a small club show. We, we already knew that that's yes. all you can get. Don't From, worry about it. You don't have to say that. The video of the 40 people in yeah. there also kind of gave it away, too. And he goes, this first- Big clubs aren't owned by a single 60-year-old religious woman. <laughs> so we can tell this is a small the minute ago, There's a fucking chicken uh, st- store in the front. <laughs> yeah. She's got rotisserie uh, chicken. In the <laughs> oh, in the back. Is they playing the music? <laughs> you go in the back. <laughs> oh, you want the Satanism in the back? Oh, do you, do you want in the flautas or do you want in the, the music? Give me the fucking flautas. The flautas, yeah. okay. Okay, six flautas, three da- Oh, you want in the... Oh, you want in the devil music is in the back. What about <laughs> fish tacos? Can I have Ooh. three of those? <laughs> what kind of fish? I always need to know what kind of fish Cod. is in. I don't like that they just say... like They I don't like say, fish. here's a meat taco. They tell you what kind of meat, so why don't you tell yeah. me what kind of fucking fish? It's usually like a trout or something. or like well, a It could be catfish. Fish. It could catfish be tilapia. Tilapia is good. I using to have only a, a chicken <laughs> store... But um, my, I have to pay bills because in my brother, he used to be umpire and used to uh, love swimming. And now he have a throat cancer. And I have to pay. So now I bring in the bands and they're playing downstairs in the back. Does, now, does your brother eat the flautas in his mouth or does he just stick them oh, right in the throat That's not funny. That's not funny, Steve. <laughs> does your fit. brother do security uh, for the show? I don't want to talk anymore about my brother. Ay Dios mío, made me very sad. Make me very sad. He 
you have a hole in your throat. Does your brother know where Richie is? <laughs> no, he don't know where it is Richie. And why Richie did the Bobby Lupo? It's worth a shot. There ain't nobody upstairs. They're all downstairs. <laughs> uh, so he goes... <laughs> First of all, I meant no disrespect to the club. Uh, so he starts it off with... Yes, uh, just hey, to Jesus. Sure. He goes, I was simply going to hold it in front of the crowd, make a joke about it, put it uh, on the drum riser, continue the show, then replace it after we perform. Now, can I stop you there for a second? Let's say the woman had not run up on, sta- on stage, done that, and exacerbated the problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he actually is telling the truth, and if he just made a little joke and then put it back, do you think that would be as bad? Definitely not as bad. I, I don't think, think it would have been no. a big deal. It would have been funny. The yeah. moment it took a turn for the immature was the fuck Jesus chant. But like, that was a response to the woman raising the bar for what was going on. Look, I'm not like defending the woman. I'm not saying she was right. They're both acting. I think in she it. was worse than he was. I think that's their act. And it yeah, was trying she, to- she shouldn't interfere with the live performance. Yes. Like, but at it's- the same time, they're. They're messing with her spade. Like, that's her. But it was a. So charge them after. Invoice them for the damage. I feel like it was unprofessional on her part, and it was a joke. The guy was going to. It's a bad taste joke. I'll grant you that. But I think it would have been over in three seconds. But she ran on stage, was so offended. Then he he escalated it. I think think the thing is, though, that he. Obviously, they think that they're better because they're not religious. And all this, so then act that way. Right. Don't stoop to the level of the irrational, ridiculous person yes, crying sure. for I her cross. Right. So yes. once he stooped to that same level by chanting and antagonizing, then he's no better. He he later says, "What what if this would have been a Christian band that was asked to perform under a, a Baphomet or inverted cross? Right? They probably just wouldn't have performed. They might have made a joke about it." Yeah, but the, he goes, their protest would have been completely validated, so why is it different when the roles are reversed? Who said it would be validated, though? And he also just said it wasn't a protest, it was a joke. Mm. Which is it? He's saying their pro- they that's would be That's a satirical protest. protest. Yeah. I think that's what he means. More importantly, how about the respect of our fans? Or, or how about respect... He goes, how about respect us for our beliefs? And more importantly, how about the respect of our fans who clearly agreed with us by their fuck Jesus chants? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck That's Jesus. A, the respectful if, fuck Jesus oh, They're chance. all drunk. I mean, wait, as, like, as, if, as if the fans were the ones that came up with the fuck Jesus chant and yes. not him and Also, them. if you go to any show like that, the fans will chant whatever the fuck you ask them to chant. Yeah. Right. If you yeah. asked them to chant "fuck cheeses," they would have chanted that. Maybe that's what he was saying. Yeah, it's then that's even worse. He's actually. lactose intolerant. If, yeah. if you ask me, that's even worse. Now you're offended. Yeah, you love I actually cheese. like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say that this isn't the first time she's done this. She stormed the stage during another band set and unplugged their amps. Yeah, she's a nut. Yeah, why do bands nut. keep playing that? And it's it's a pattern of behavior. She says, "Yeah, why would so don't play there?" I agree. Anymore. Well, maybe they didn't know. Yeah, yeah the promoter. May not have known that. Yeah. Well, she says, if she's so Christian, why are there flyers for the Antichrist plastered all over the club? Because we like him money. (laughs) Right. We like it in money. Maybe she thinks she could convince them, like after the show, she'll Ah! read some Bible verses. She'll throw some holy water on them. Yeah. (laughs) She's a Jehovah's Witness. It's possible. Anyway. So, well, I mean, you know, there he goes. Apparently, the, uh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, in closing, is this whole incident stupid? Obviously, it was. I meant no disrespect to the club or the promoter. I was simply going to take it down, make a joke of it, and replace it once it's over. Apparently, that was too much to ask for some people who don't understand the very basic liberty of free speech and religion. 
Yes, there's a time and place for free speech, but if you can't express your free speech and thought through art, then where can you? And again, not addressing the fact that his lyrics are 10 times worse probably than saying fuck Jesus. Yeah. So that's what's stupid. Your whole existence in art is stupid. Yeah. And also, I don't think she had any issue with the speech. I think she didn't want him breaking... Yeah, bring her, her property, property yeah, which has nothing to do with free speech. Okay, but yeah. he's too he's focused on the religious symbolism. Yeah. She's ju- she's just being materialistic. He's I don't to make agree a with that. Issue out of I, this I don't think that's accurate because uh, she doesn't run up on stage and say give me that back. She yanks it out and she starts doing a counter chant. Yeah, she, yeah, she like to get the demons out. She was counter chanting. Oh, what was she chanting? Yeah, if she you can't hear it, but she's doing something during the fuck Jesus at the same chant. At the same meter, she's going orale. Yeah, orale. I don't know what. Ay Dios mío! Ay Dios mío! Repent for your sins. Yeah, maybe. But if she just wanted to protect the cross, she would have just grabbed it and ran off the stage, right? Right. Yeah. Kitty, uh, motherfucking king, in the chat says, "I have fuck Jesus tattooed on me. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who are you?" Give us a call, Kitty. 646-929-1357. I think we have Colin on the line. Uh-oh. Who are you? Colin, how do you feel about the fuck <laughs> Jesus chant? I think it's immature and it was stupid. Yes. Agreed. Are you a religious person, Colin? No, no, not really. Now, what if a dog you were walking uh, had, a, a, lamb? had a, a cross on its collar? Would you take that cross off while walking the dog and then put it back after you were done? Well, I mean, if I was going to... Get like if I was running. I think you confused him. I have a, a clip from another <laughs> needs uh, to reboot. famous anti Jesus celebrity. Here oh, right. yeah, let's hear it. Jesus was kissed by Judas, a homo. <laughs> there you go. She called Jesus a homo. <laughs> no, Judas was the homo. Right, but I mean, Jesus kissed him back. So some AIDS came off of Judas's lips. Yes. Touched Jesus's cheek. Work. It did. It, that's how it worked back then. You don't know. Fair enough. That was like a couple hundred years ago. You weren't around. The Canadian Gatan Duguess was the first person to get AIDS in 1980. Fuck Duguess. Fuck Duguess. <laughs> Can we do that shit? Gatan Duguess. Don't fuck him, actually. Yes. <laughs> or fuck him if you don't like the person. You could tell them to fuck Gatan Duguess. Yeah. Right. Is he still alive? I don't know. No. Is no, he you Facebook friends with him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin. Thank, Colin. You, thank you for your input. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, as a P-E-N-I-S. What does that spell? <laughs> One. No. Oh, don't you try and trick me. Okay, no. Trick you into what? <laughs> what? What will we trick you into? I'm not. I'm not going to say it. Oh, so close. Well, we'll hang up on you anyway. What's, what's new in your neighborhood, Colin? Uh, okay. What? What's What's new in your neighborhood? You walk around a lot with dogs. I'm sure that you're you're, you're very observant of new things in your neighborhood. What's new? Yeah. Yes. No, that's your answer. Good. No. He's yes. Bringing up. Right, what's new in your here. neighborhood? Yes. <laughs> Two six zero. Oh, you're on the line. 260. What's up, guys? Who's this? Hello? The hello. ceiling. The sky and the blood. This is Luke from Indiana. Oh, hello, Luke from Indiana. Yeah, what's going on? Doing a podcast yeah. yourself? Not much. 
I was just sitting in my car here smoking a dude. Very nice. Nice. What kind of weed are you smoking? Uh, I mean, I don't know. The guy, they always give you a name, but I never really believe it. I feel like they're always just bullshitting. Oh, they just like invent names so that you think it's something really exotic. Oregano. <laughs> right. It's so you're saying good, though. it's the same exact thing with different names, sort of like all the bands that covered on Metal Injection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bam! Okay, good, good stuff. Luke. Rob Thank didn't you. say no. Hi, Luke. <laughs> Rob was busy, so he has a, a screener for the new Chromio video. <laughs> it was a good burn. I can't be listening to something while we're doing the show. You, you don't care about the music, you just like the videos. You get, you get style tips. Yeah. Like facial hair grooming music. and whatnot. Although to be fair, I've kind of uh, I mean, like I'm, I'm not want to say I'm over it, but like it's ran its course. My my chromio uh, oh. appreciation. He's over it. Don't wow. like I'm stuff. not over it. It's just uh, yeah, I wasn't that crazy about the new stuff, and uh, you know, I've had that. So what's fun. next? What's the, what's the new horrible music you're listening to? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> oh Sid. no, this is professionalism. <laughs> Uh, is that like the, a meta hipster? Like to be over something that is uh, that hipsterish? It's like doubling. Down I'm not. On no, no, no. You're you're putting words into my mouth. It's not that I'm over it. It's uh, just that you did uh, say that though. You, you, you don't like the new no. stuff. You don't like the I'm new stuff. Crazy. You only like the old stuff. I'm not crazy about the new stuff, and okay. it's just like. Uh, I've played it out for myself. Like I don't. I need a break from it. In a, you sort of like the Zumba's pants. Oh no, play those, those are out great. Until next year, it's too commercial. <laughs> those are great. Uh, but uh, lately, or this week, I've had this song stuck in my oh, head no. all week. Uh, I'm in love with the Coco. And, uh, this is horrible. I played what? it for Sid. Yeah, and Sid this has 111 million views on YouTube. Yeah, it's it's huge. I don't understand. This is basically like bangs plus yeah, drugs. That's the I, what I said to Rob was it's bangs with better production. Yeah, value. that's it. And you nailed it. Like, look, I'm not gonna say this is the greatest <laughs> rap song of all time. It's a dub song, but it's this beat is so infectious. It's so good. Can't help but shake your shoulders. Look at the three of us. None yeah, of us we're are all moving. Completely <laughs> I'll do it for you. Does, uh, how long until Nesquik hires this guy? <laughs> I sponsor like, their Coco. Well, Snoop Dogg did the Hot Pockets cover. The music video is all is just him breaking up cocaine. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I got it for a low price. See, it tells a story. <laughs> and the story's over. Yeah. I like that better. There's one part. Where is this guy from? Is this an American artist? Or... I think it's baking soda. I got baking soda. He's <laughs> got a is this guy from, Is he from Africa or something? What is? I'm looking him up. And there's no way that he would be singing in this tempo if he's like on that much coke. He's not. He's selling it. He's not using I, I, it. I was gonna say. I feel like this is the hip hop version of Doom. <laughs> like 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 the hip hop doom metal. Is it so slow? Yeah. It's great. The no. beat. The but beat. this wouldn't it's be good great. to listen to when you're high on coke. Not on no. coke, no. 
Well, or, I don't know. Maybe. He's from Long Beach, California. Anyway, so I posted this uh, on my on my uh, Facebook page. Right. And then someone linked me to a parody of it, which I now like more than the original. <laughs> Is it about Jews? No, it's... Uh, Forget it. Well, <laughs> in love with the monster. It's just uh, you know, you know. <laughs> Already an ad. <laughs> All right, this build-up takes forever. I know. Hurry up. I see Richie. I think this is a message all of us can get. Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. Chipotle. This is all. This is what from like a some morning zoo radio yeah, show it sounds like song parody. Rick Dee's right this. Yeah, this I don't is... think no. It's just some guy wrote it. <sighs> He's in love with Chipotle. And Snoop Dogg's in love with Hot Pockets. Hey, Z100 coming at you. We got the new Chipotle apparently. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys aren't in love with the cocoa, or the I like Chipotle, but yeah, I don't this makes me like it less. Yeah, play the song that I've been listening to this week, Rob. For like the last week or two, I've had a lot of fun on Twitter, constantly linking Josh to a, one specific song just to get it stuck in his head. Oh, but you tell him it's something else. Well, the, it, it, the link says what it is once you click on it, but uh. <laughs> One of the most disgusting miss. songs and videos ever done. It's that accent. It. That get, all it, of it, the way she looks. Do all it, of it. Do it, do it. Oh, it's not the radio on it. No. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. That drum, oh, yeah. This, this is a great. Yeah. This is a well done shitty song. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you do it, Coco guy. So see, like, it's not necessarily that it's shitty. Like, what I think shitty is not really. Uh, it's underselling. It. It's just not like this a, was like a legitimate it's, hit song. Yeah. It's like how how would you describe? I said like, it's a well it? done. It's just a, like a low song. class. It sounds like if Herpes put out a song. Yeah. <laughs> this would be the song. It's just substanceless. It's yeah. a yeah. throwaway song. Yeah. Like just like I got another one. Let me play this for a little while. That doesn't even rhyme. Come on. It's just the way she talks. That's just it's her, her draw. So Alabama. Yeah. I think she's from Philly, actually. But this is Al- Al- Alabama North. Come on. Yeah, true. Rob, do the Tootsie Roll while we wait for Darren to queue up. No, I got it queued. I'm just Rob, get us go. some Tootsie Rolls while Darren queues this is the what it reminds me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because this is such a good song. This Josh actually, actually tweeted song. out that this is linked to on the page for the Kaya song. Oh, is it on YouTube? Yeah. This is a really good. Well, Noah, you're a musician. I mean, this is a good song. Well arranged and everything. It's catchy, but the, just the lyrics are retarded. Yeah. Right. Why you Can I smell your tears? Have you ever heard Meg? I think maybe you're the one that actually played it for me. Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman singing this. Yes, it's fantastic. And we went to the fucking oh, Nick yeah, Offerman right. show and they yeah. didn't play it. That's Aww. but they did play uh, um, 
the fuck? They, they played the uh, the what's it called? The f- um, Five Hundred Candles in the Wind. The the song from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, okay, for Little Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> little Sebastian. What a good show that was. Uh, I didn't see the last season yet. Oh, well, what are you waiting for? There's a lot of other things to do and shit, you know. That's a good season. I and never I, get around to anything. Another great, terrible rap song. Uh, I'm going to play it in a second. Oh, you motherfucker. Now, this is not a great song. This is not even a rap song. This is a shitty metal song. A shitty metal song with like a featuring a rapper in it. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie, but I assume that this is the soundtrack to all of them. This was just this song yeah. constantly yeah. in the background. But this isn't from a Fast and the Furious. This was like a knockoff. This was Biker Boys. The same shit. Oh my god. With Ice Cube in it. I was gonna ask him to rule in the movie, but it's I don't a think he guy. is. He might be in it. I don't know. I read that uh, Ja Rule turned down being in another Fast and the Furious movie, yeah. and then they gave it to Lud- Ludacris. And now Ludacris made billions of dollars. Ludacris was always in that, though. I don't no, he came in, in the, the second one. one. Oh, ja Rule's in the first one. Oh, I didn't really Playing the same I never guy. Watched. Oh, really? So he is in one of them? Ja Rule? All right. Oh, that's it? That might be the shortest time we've played that on Thank this show. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, you're so <laughs> you gotta get to the James part. Never more, you whipping boy. <laughs> it's funny when Ja Rule sings, he sounds like James Hetson. <laughs> Rob, when the new Metallica album comes out, you need to get an exclusive interview, and all you need to do is ask about that song. Yeah. What was it like working yeah. with Ja Rule? Just, yeah, that one oh my time. Gosh. Until they kick no, you out. I know, I know it was. Uh, Never met him. Yeah. You had a you had a lot of uh, discussion about a producer for this album, right? Right. Uh, did you ever consider working with Swizz Beats again? Yeah. No, uh, never, never more. And so, uh, would you say with this new album that you did it again? Yeah. Now, who was the whipping boy? Oh, it was me. Oh no, wait, that was never more. I was never more the whipping. I was the whipping boy. <laughs> And I was never more the whipping boy. Uh, is there any truth to the rumor that you were considering a cover for the album of Kia's classic hip hop anthem? Kia's classic. My back. That's, that's Dave more than James, I guess. Let's hear the Megadeth cover. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. <laughs> It's a hit. Lick it, just lick it deep, lick it good, lick this pussy just like you should. And then put a plug in it. And then put a plug in it. If you're from Africa or Philadelphia. I wrote this. My, and my favorite scene from Lucky Louie, Louis C.K.'s sitcom before his current one is. Uh, when their little daughter calls them into the bedroom and says she's going to put on a dance show for them, and she's in a little uh, ballerina outfit, and then she's got a boombox, and she hits it's like a five-year-old girl, and she hits play, and that song comes on, and she starts nice. ballet dancing to it, and they like run for the boombox to turn it off. It's so it's uh, every time it kills me. It's so funny. My neck, my bag, and you remember what the what the radio edit was. They just edited out the asshole eating part. Well, the they, pussy also. No, 
My neck, my back, lick my pussy just like that, and they bleep out no, pussy. Hold on. Oh, okay. No way. Yes. I got. The, I'm gonna bring up the clean version. But they changed the words oh, for the asshole and not the pussy part. They just bleep the pussy. Oh. Part. Thing like this, you shake it. your body, don't stop, don't quit. All you like, that like, thing like uh, whatever. This. And then she shake did the version about stop, the Nets. Oh we yeah, playing the Lakers oh, in the yeah. NBA Finals. Yeah, play, check uh, that. Yeah, that Kaya like Nets. This. Shake your body, don't stop, don't quit, just do it. Do, do it. it. So casual. Do, do it, do it, do it now. Do it good. Lick this just like you should. Right now, lick it good. Lick this just like you should. My neck, my back, lick my just like that. See? And not like that. Oh, just like that. Yeah, where's, her, yeah. where's your artistic integrity, yeah. Kaya? Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna change it to spine. She have a spine. <laughs> Look, my run, pussy though. and also, my spine. crack isn't a dirty word. It's the suggestion, though. I suppose. Well, maybe she means the drug. She's from the Lick streets. Her crack? That's, yeah. You can, you can you get you really that high crack. that way. Lick my pussy, smoke that crack. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fine. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> smoke it now. Smoke it good. Smoke that rock just like you do. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Jersey Nets are gonna dish and swish. LA Lakers, are you ready for oh, this? Man. Oh, the Nets get swept. Yeah, I think kiss, so. So do it. They might have won do one it. game. Did she, do like, it, how much did they offer for her to do that? It must have been a good Well, her record label was owned by the son of a part owner of the Nets at the time, so it was just like a corporate synergy thing, but. Hold on. I want, I want to hear Instantly the, failed. The, the different lyrics. Before this, we got something for you to kiss. So do it. Crack. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. They're too good. Take your titles like Robin Hood. Jersey is our hood. Keep them suckers in Hollywood. Huh? The Nets are this back. This is better than the original. Stop yeah. Kobe and stop Shaq. The <laughs> Nets are back. Jason Kidd's an acrobat. The Nets. Their lucky socks are black. They ran out of words in the the rhyming thesaurus. Ran out of words. Soon be number one, cause they, they are the New Jersey Nets, baby. They're slamming all in your face, baby. They more than one verse. I just like, in, in the land of like being safe and not offending anyone and Twitter and stuff, could you imagine if a, a major sports team had somebody rework a song about eating pussy ass to reflect their team? Like the, the shitstorm, the instant shitstorm. But did the Nets hire this out, though? Yeah. They did? I'm pretty sure. She didn't do it out of the good of her heart. Or is she just a Nets fan? No. She's from Philly. She was asked to by the label because there was connections to the Nets at that point. You can't even carry a fucking note. You know what gets me about that song is that she just, it sounds like she's just hanging out in front of a bodega and talking. Yeah. There's no, there's not even, I kind of almost in a weird way admire this. Like, there's no pretension, there's no pretension that she's a musician. She's yeah. just talking over yeah. a beat. Yeah. She's a personality. Lick my pussy, just like you should. Did she ever have any other hits? No, I don't think hits, no. Did she have any other songs at yeah, all? Yeah, I, I looked on her Wikipedia. Let's She's another, put something out like a year or two ago. Let's play another Kaya song. Uh, let's give us some... Kaya. Snatch the cat back. Dirty. <laughs> that was a long time ago that the Nets were in the finals. That was like, oh, two, like, right? 
It might have been 04. Oh, t- it's oh, 02, 03, something like that. 01, 02 was the year when Kid first came and they went to the finals with, okay, the, so with the Lakers. And then the next year they went with the Spurs. So it was 02 okay. and 03. Wow. Old song. Yeah. This uh, produced by Pharrell. The Super Mario Brothers remix. Oh, she's trying harder. I almost wish that she would sing this without like emotion with yeah, the yeah. same thing. Master Cat It sounds like a 50 Cent song, honestly. Yeah, yeah it sort of does. Yeah. Except with those pops and squeaks in it. Now she figured out the rhyming thing. She just says nigger at the end of every, yeah. every line. Oh. I like that uh, she was like, well, look, uh, with my first hit, I've made it clear that I want my pussy. It was about foreplay. Now we've had sex at at this point. 12 years later. I just want to make it clear that I'm not just one of those bitches that lays back and just gets her pussy. And I will will go down on a man. (laughs) That is the best drop we've ever had. Get on it. No! Oh my 302 God. episodes all leading up to this moment. Yes! I'm that's key, Next yeah. week is a mixtape of just two hours of Rob saying that on a loop. <laughs> Done! <laughs> we will never top that moment oh. that just happened. That was amazing. <laughs> yes! Oh, we just missed it in the stream. Uh, I tried to whatever. play it back. I-, I liked hearing my joy. What is this? The- oh. <laughs> a bit is that the fuck Jesus chant? Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a let's take a music break. Yes. Maybe somebody could quickly edit that drop and call and provide it. Rabba drapa. Rabba drapa. drapa. The that's best like, thing like was, poop that I, I was like watching him talk and I knew yes. where he was going. I'm like, is he really going to say this? Knowing that it's going to be on audio forever. And then he said it. Your it face was- lit up like a kid on Christmas <laughs> yeah. or Sid getting blimpy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it wouldn't be a big deal if you didn't call it out. Sid. And they no. would have noticed anyway. Our listeners are perceptive. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Here's what would have happened. You would have said it, and then we would have heard the drop, and you would have been like, when did I say that? Yeah, now we just will always know. Now we also have the drop of me freaking out. I will, yeah, I will, I will always have to qualify that drop. <laughs> I was saying that from Kaya's perspective. Robert, you like to go down on the mat? Stop it. Oh. Did I just make his mother call him Raba, by the way? I just realized. I said Raba. I think that's where it comes from. I think that's where Raba no, came from, is no. from me saying that that's how your mom calls you. I don't remember that. Name. If that's no. true, My mom then. says Robert. No, she doesn't say it. It sounds like Raba. That's probably... She says the T. Oh, all right, but it still sounds like... My it. mom is very good at enunciating. Robert. Yeah, there you go. All right, well let's uh, let's get to the music break now that I've <laughs> given us material for the future episodes. Kicking it off with some Opeth. I just realized that their album Ghost Reveries, their Roadrunner debut, is now ten years old, which is crazy to me. It's, yeah, because I remember when that came out. I was interning at Roadrunner Records. Did you get it for free? Yeah, I got. I actually got a really awesome vinyl. That was signed by all the members of the band. Where is it? I have it. It's at home. Noah wants it. It's like 
tucked in a in an envelope so I don't like it's not uh, even out on display like that's how no. proud you are of it well I don't want to ruin it I don't want to mess it just up just give it to Noah no I have one at work that Jose gave me autographed yeah. they'll just autograph anything no did, but this did you was, have an autograph Jose lighter uh, <laughs> autograph this was autographed by all the members at that point like that recorded on the album oh no I don't have that yeah so that's want to trade want to no. trade you no. could swap he doesn't even know where it is yeah. anyway that's why he doesn't want to Shut up! <laughs> Here's Beneath the Mire.
This is Chuck Blandington. R to the Abba. Paz to the Bonnie. For shizzle my nizzle wash your ribs down with Dasani. R to the Abba. Paz to the Bonnie. That's the anthem. Pull your damn pants up. You're listening to the realest shit in hip-hop and R&B the Metal Injection livecast. You feel me? Squirting heroes of American history. Today, the story of Gretchen Ilsa von Avior, great-grandmother of the Metal Injection personality and serious certificate owner Noah Avior. In 1919, at the age of nine, Gretchen discovered her fabulous squirting powers that would later benefit all mankind. Father, the orphanage is burning down. You have to save us. Bigorra, I know that we're all in danger, but I still can't resist touching you on your no-no spot. Come here and let me look under your skirt, young lady. Father, no, this is so wrong. Wait, what's that strange feeling? I feel like... Like I have to pee. Oh dear, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It's an ever-loving tsunami. 140 children survived that day as the tidal wave of vaginal juices put out the raging fire. Father O'Malley drowned in the sea of clear, sticky, gelatinous goo, and his hands never touched another underaged pee-pee again. Fast forward to the 1930s. Gretchen Avior, now known to the public as The Squirter, has refined her skills to precision pinpoint accuracy, and her aid is enlisted by the local police in thwarting a bank robbery. Police position her plucky poontang pistol on a rooftop across the street, and it's open fire on the hapless outlaws. Right between the eyes! Every last one! That's one hell of an accurate snatch. For her heroics, the Squirter is awarded the key to the city. Squirter, your vagina has done a great public service. Put that squirty salami smuggler on ice. We'll need it soon. Yes, sir. Wait, what's going on? The room is flooding. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor. Award ceremonies turned me on so much. Oh, dear God. Everybody run! Need someone to teach those nasty Nazis a lesson? No problem. Just call on the squirter. Allied forces employ the squirter's copious cooch control as she infiltrates Gestapo headquarters. Heil Hitler! Hell Hitler! So, you are the new SS officer, yeah? I have heard the great things about you. The Führer will be pleased to have you aboard. Wait, wh- why are you disrobing in my office and touching yourself? I, I have the strangest boner right now. Oh dear God, the office is flooding! Nine! Nine! I can't swim! Help me! That's right, a whole battalion of crowds taken down by the squirter's benevolent bearded clam. And for good measure, the Allied forces bring her to Auschwitz to squirt out the ovens. Now you get here. A little earlier you couldn't come. I'm all for Schwitz from this Fahakta oven and my skin is peeling. Today, the squirter is retired from covert operations, but she still uses her wondrous wound for good. 
flying over the Midwestern United States to irrigate crops and over Africa to alleviate the devastating effects of drought and providing drinking fluid for its citizens by sticking her magical muff out the Bombay doors and splash. Millions of lives are touched thanks to Gretchen Aviar, a squirting hero of American history. Chuck Blandington here, asking you to like us at Facebook.com and follow us on Twitter at MILiveCast for all the latest livecast news and dick pics. We'd post boob pics too, but Noah has a boyfriend, so you'll have to settle for pics of his dick. While your heirs continue to get raped by this brutal metal, Rob is scanning Twitter for mentions of his name. It might be a while, so here's another song on the Metal Injection Livecast. Drain your, 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 drain your
it is now safe to turn your volume back up to a listenable level. The music break is over. Though actually, with how loud Rob is, maybe you should just leave your volume down. Here's the show. All right, we went. In, we came back a little raw. That was a hard cut. Ouch. Welcome back to hour two of the Metal Injection live cast. We're hitting it hard! <laughs> I, don't know what that, I don't know what that means. But uh, I did manage to smoke a little. So we had Opeth kicking things off, and then we had a bit that we did a few years ago, The Squirter, about Noah's grandmother. Great, Rest in peace. Great squirters through history. Then we had Meek is Murder, which is Frank's band. And also I mean, your favorite band, right? Uh, favorite local? Sure, they're great live. They're amazing. They're really, really I'm fun. Not like, I, would, not. I would say that even if Frank wasn't my friend. You'd uh-huh. probably like them more. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. No, they're great. They're awesome. I'm really happy for them. And uh, then Why? What little, happened? Uh, no, just that they're doing, they're, they're doing their thing. <laughs> Tell they're, them Mazel Tov. They're putting out a, a record uh, up or downward, I think. They're putting out a... a, a Onward slash Into the Sun is the LP that they're putting out on Rising Pulse Records. What's that? Next month. That is John Lamacchia from Candiria's record label. Candiria's still a thing? Hey, didn't they, they just play a just show? They actually just played a, a reunion show. Yeah. Are they like fully back together or was that a one-off? No, like, they're doing one-offs. They all have uh, jobs. The drummer, Kenny, uh, he's not even in, in New York anymore. He lives in L.A. because he does like How did he Hollywood do the show? stuff. What is it? He didn't do the show. They had to fill in. What's Hollywood stuff? Like he does scores and soundtracks and stuff like that. Is it Frank that was filling in for him? No. What was Frank doing? Shooting it. Frank is working on a Candier Union DVD, actually. Wow. <clears throat> Isn't it great how like we find out all these things? Yeah. That's going to do great in Brooklyn. Sure. Uh, and it is. No, I, I mean like Rob had an answer for every question. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, what are you getting oh, at? I'm complimenting you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was backhanded, I mean. Yeah, it sounds... It? Oh, I didn't mean it. What? I kept waiting for, like, the snark. Yeah, what are you getting at? Uh, and so that's happening, so let's let's get this. Okay. Uh, by the way, since we're plugging things, you plug the uh, Mika's Murder <clears throat> album. I wanted to say that... Uh, I used to have brand loyalty to one uh, toilet paper, and I just recently switched. What? <laughs> this For is breaking news. 30-plus years. I used to do have we use only White Cloud when I was a kid, which was the best toilet paper. And then they merged with, um, with Charmin. Charmin bought them. Mm-hmm. And I was just loyal to, and I didn't really experiment with other toilet papers. Well, <laughs> I so Charmin was your brand. You're Charmin was my brand, and Which, I, you, I, you couldn't tell me anything about Charmin. Any, any other toilet paper? Did I, you have a particular like the soft Charmin? Ultra soft, ultra okay. soft, because it's like four ply. Yes. Ah, oh, my favorite. So listen. So I other than the wet wipes, of course. I had been using the Cottonelle wet wipes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one day I said. Fuck it. Let me try the Cottonelle just to try. My ass has been in such comfort. <laughs> wow. Since, That's a And I'm not being paid a dime by Cottonelle to say this. I, I fully endorse Cottonelle now. 
Uh, no more Charmin will Can be we touching get a fuck my, the Charmin? my butthole. <laughs> Hold on. So I don't want to say fuck the Charmin. Now, but did you get a specific condel? Like I the mean, soft one? I don't know. I didn't even really look at it. Is, is it, it the one with the puppy dog on the back? I is will look at the thing and and, uh, and give you a full a full report. Dry is it ribbed? toilet paper or wet? It is ribbed. No, it's uh, no wet. Uh, dry it? toilet paper. I have right. also the wipes right. that okay. I keep in the bathroom, but I had been using those, and I mm-hmm. said, I'm using those. Let me try the... Well, oh my God, my ass has never been so non-irritated as much. Like I've always had like certain bouts with like not often, but once in a while, your ass will get irritated from wiping a lot. Right. Never have that with the toilet or bleed. Paper. Yeah, no bleeding. Like not want to say bleeding, but little dabs of blood on the toilet paper. Well, different people do different things to their asses. Yes. So. What is that? Sorry. Bleed by Mashuga. Anyway, go on. Rob, you don't know how to excel. Execute the drops. You're right. I'll leave it to Darren. But Darren's uh, forte. Yeah. I was gonna say though. Have you ever tried Charmin Ultra Strong? I tried all the Charmins. The right one. I liked all of them, but now I'm in love with this toilet paper. Charmin. I feel like the the toilet. I'm in love with the Cottonelle. (laughs) (laughs) See. Go ahead. Sorry. Charmin. I feel like toilet paper. He got toilet paper. Have you tried my toilet paper, the Quilted Northern? Because the same way that you feel about Cottonelle, I feel about Quilted Northern. Right, give me a roll. I'll take it home. Okay. It'll, it'll change it make, your world. Wouldn't it make more sense if it was Quilted Southern? Deep <laughs> <laughs> Wars. This is, this is what, what, what we're doing here in the live. Right, I didn't want to belabor the point, but that is my, my full-on 100% endorsement of Cottonelle. Cottonelle, if you're, if you're listening, we'd like, uh, we'd like to uh, get some uh, live reads for you, please. That's cotton now. The studio audience. I mean, someone of all the people that download the show, I guarantee that there's someone who works in the in the in the Charmin factory. Yeah. <laughs> and that upset. listens to us. Not even in corporate, just we only get the factory workers right, listening well, to us. Or company. Well, I don't have anything real negative to say about Charmin. I just feel like Cottonelle is now on my number one uh, position. Yeah. I'm I'm very happy for you, Darren. Thank you. It took me a long time before I f- I found the right toilet paper. Well, shitting is a big part of my day. Like I feel like that's me a, it gets me off to a good start if I have a good poop in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's definitely my most sacred time of the day. Yeah, more than smoking weed. Um. Yeah. It's different. It's introspective. More than listening to Porcupine Tree. Yeah. Uh, why do you say that like it's so obvious? You love that band. More I than, do, than but I don't listen to them every day. More what? Than, more than sexual intercourse? Mm. Well, you probably shit more than you have sex, right? <laughs> well, right? Sometimes at well, the same what's time. what's more sacred to me? I would say sex is more sacred. Um, All right, so there you go. So it's not your most sacred time of the day, shitting. Unless it's a day without sex. In right, it. unless I'm... Right. What if they both have it at the same time? Yeah, that was the, that's what I was saying. That's that's a plus right there. Not into shit. Coming and going. Scat. <laughs> right, well. I'm not saying that it has to be in a sexual way. Oh, I Maybe thought... Maybe you're just so excited that it comes yeah. out. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Just... Are you, you making I don't a, think that's ever happened She's making a face like that might have actually happened. I'm concerned now. Are there, like, soiled bed sheets oh. somewhere hidden away right now? Yeah. <laughs> But it's not what you think. Whoa! Whoa! What is I don't that? Know what the hell's going on? Tycho have an accident? No! 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 <laughs> I'm in love with the no no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I typically in the morning I will I will shit until my my legs fall asleep, and then I'm like, all right, time to. That's my cue. Gotta Nobody get asked up. You. Nobody asked you. I, I felt it was something the world <laughs> needed to know. I don't. Uh, I never stay on the bowl that long. Yeah, we've talked about this before. You're in and out. Don't get it. You uh, know what I started to do? I started putting my feet up on the toilet bowl and pooping that way. Like what are you a fucking monkey? Yeah. What do like you mean? Monkey. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm far too the giant a person. <laughs> yeah. To do how that. does that even work? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like my knees. is the lid up? Yeah. Like the I'm, seat's I'm, up. I'm sitting on the toilet while you're pooping. You while I'm the... pooping, I'm starting right. But the seat is up as if it was a man pissing in. Oh the... no, 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 no no no! So you're going through. Um, you have to. You have to not miss then. No, Darren. Please don't misunderstand. Okay, go ahead. I'm sitting on the toilet bowl like I normally would. Uh huh. I poop. Uh huh. And then sit there, wait a little bit. Marinate. It's never, right, marinate. And then, uh. you know, I look at my phone. Yes. Finally, I put my feet up on the toilet bowl like this. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, squeeze the rest out. Squeeze the rest okay. out. Okay. I thought you went in and you were perched on the toilet, like squatting over oh, the toilet. No, 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 no. Like a bird on a roost of That's, some kind. That, Do you that ever, would like, be fall over? Like, I imagine balancing is tough in that position. No, it's great. You and it's like. to the top with, like, a turd half out of your ass. <laughs> 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 well, my toilet is between the wall and the sink, so I do have, oh, yeah. like, some leverage okay. there. Oh. Fair enough. But it's just like such a great position because it just takes the re- it just pushes the rest out. Right. And I feel great. <laughs> Dear God. Like a fucking monkey on someone's shoulder. Well, I just recommend it to anyone who's listening who's flexible enough to do that. It'll uh, change your world. In that you'll fall into the toilet bowl. <laughs> Well, I sure can't do that. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely no. not. <laughs> I would pay at least twenty dollars to see Rob do that. Or <laughs> There's no way. There's no way I could do. I could get my just you attempt legs to feel would bent be one of the that close things. to my body. I mean, I have a new. Uh, I just moved into a new apartment a few months ago, and the, but it took me a while to adjust to the size of the bowl because it's like a fairly big bowl, and yeah. I feel like I'm too forward, and my shit's not going right in the water. It's hitting like the it's, side. It's hitting the front in front of the oh. water. I had a back. I teach myself to back up because <laughs> I don't think of it. You sit down the way you, you're in a habit of doing, and you sit in the same place. And, and, and then I look, and the fucking shit's like in a clump. Between I that and the that. new toilet paper, your routine is all messed up. And, but it's a, in a good way. Yeah. In a good, it just takes an adjustment. It's for the period. best. Yeah. Yeah, right. They Keep do growing. make these stools that you could put in. Front of, <laughs> right. So stools, do I. Step stools that you put in front of your toilet, uh-huh. and then they raise your knees up. Oh. So you could do it that way, Rob. Oh, interesting. So I, you're encouraging me to find ways to spend more time on the toilet? <laughs> I'm I just saying. start shitting like a monkey. Yeah, like, it's like if you're just able to raise your knees up, you'll, you'll um, get more out of your rectum. Oh, yeah, no, I, I've, I've, I believe that for sure. But see, my toilet is already pretty low, so my knees are high up. It's not a problem. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Getting the poo out of my rectum is not the issue at all. So what's the issue? <laughs> it's just my knees are up so high that the blood stops going oh, uh, to my legs lower legs. Asleep. Yeah. You can't like just straighten out the legs and like recline? No, no there's not enough room. <laughs> Better to be a monkey than a dog in the street, I would say. <laughs> Good point. Now I'm picturing a monkey riding a dog in the street like a, like a cowboy. Somehow better. It's probably a YouTube clip you could find. I think there's footage of a monkey riding a dog at a football game. 
Sorry, Sid. That's no, I was trying to seamlessly go <laughs> from your comment to that. I botched it a little bit. It's okay. It's still fun. Remember when that happened, Rob? What? When you got fired like a dog in the street by Vince McMahon. <laughs> I didn't get fired. Damn it, Vince. You don't work for Sirius XM. You can't do that to me. You have no jersey. Yes, I do. Sirius doesn't have like a pro wrestling show. They do. All right. So there you go. He doesn't know. Who, who's on it? Sam Roberts? Uh, no, he does a podcast, but it's not on Sirius. Uh, they have like these two guys from Staten oh, Island or something. Dave, Dave LaGreca. It's the Anybody Seen Richie podcast. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I had the we're talking here today. Yeah. Not for nothing, but you know, I seen Vaseline. I mean, it wasn't that fucking good. You know what I mean? It was good, been better. I was mocking out at the match. <laughs> it was one of the best matches I have ever seen in my 40 years since seeing Bruno oh. at the Garden. Oh, was old guys. No, oh, okay. they're not that old. They're they're like around our age. I'm from the Attitude Era. You know, that's why I really like when it was like the eggs. I'm more rock and wrestling. I like my Hulk Hogan's, Yo. my Ultimate Warriors. Yeah, like your Go-Go Bewares. <laughs> my Honky Tonk Man. My mother would always call him Honky Tonky Man. I might be like in the minority, but you know, I really like Mandor. You know, that guy was really good. <laughs> He's like my guy. Dude, you're such a mock. I'm a mock. You're can such I tell a mock. You? You're a mock, dude. You I'm, know a smock. I'm a smock. <laughs> I'm a smart mock. Yeah. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? I watched the Sheik documentary yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 the Sheik documentary is on, on Netflix. I highly, highly recommend everyone watching. Did they cover your, the time you interviewed him? No. <laughs> That's not the end. It was already scene. completed by that point. Is there footage of when you met him on Brighton Beach when you were a little boy? I was waiting for it, but That's no. the part where he hits rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a part where he hits rock bottom in the documentary. But sorry, is there a part where he gets rock bottomed? No. Damn it. The Rock is in it, and The Rock puts him over huge. Of course. Yeah. Well, he knew The Rock when he was like nine years yeah, old. Yeah, The Rock would be uh, babysat by Iron Sheik's wife, which I found out Iron Sheik is married. Is she hot? Still. To the same woman. To the same oh, woman. That he married in To the whitest woman. Yeah. Is she, she humble? Very humble. <laughs> and like. Well, not would, really. She she doesn't like. She gives him shit for his drug abuse. That was, she's like a strong woman, but yeah. this, this is what you were telling me. He he's addicted to crack. Crack. He's on crack. Not anymore though. But now, we had, don't know that. I think he has well, to be. No, uh, they made it. He kicked his crack. Out. The, 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 the with a pointy boot. <laughs> <laughs> she said they separated for a little bit when his crack habit became too much. But he said, "I'm coming back, and I'll try." And he said, "I'll try to stop." Was crack. she mad because no, he I, wanted her to lick his pussy and his crack? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he, he, but anyway, she basically looked like she sort not really looks like, but like the same sort of, uh, like uh, she kind of reminded me of. Finish Amy. a fucking sentence, <laughs> man! What I don't want to be insulting, but she kind of reminded me of Amy. So imagine yeah. if Iron Cheek is married to another Amy. Jeez. Yeah, like a, as if you know Amy later on in life, not right? Like yeah, 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 Amy's yeah, like, mom. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is like I would never picture Iron Cheek with a woman, like a white woman, just a g- general. Who would you white picture woman. him with? Though I, I can't I really don't picture know. Him with I don't know. Yeah, like I just picture China. him as a, as a loner. It's China, uh, but it was great. There was a lot of stuff about his like early amateur career. There was one thing in that that was very distracting. It had nothing to do with the movie, but one of the they had all these historians and stuff. And one of the guys they kept cutting to to give like some backstory looked exactly like Serge Tankion. Oh yeah, they're like really like New York. Yeah, guy. I believe. And it. he had no lower third. They never said who 
it was. Yes. Oh, and I it, thought you meant like the, it was like a car accident. Ah, so. <laughs> Every time that he came on, I just turned to my wife and I go, wake up. <laughs> I'm sure she loved that. <laughs> she, was, she was laughing. Uh, she might just laugh just to st- <laughs> shut me up and appease me. But. And there was actually uh, one thing that JR said that I feel like he was almost stealing my joke. That uh, I, uh, I, I recorded it. It sounds kind of shitty. Let's see. If oh, we, great. If we can get this across on the uh, on the mic here. Let me bump up my volume. Bump up the volume. Zoom it. <laughs> Zoom it. <laughs> oh, that sounded pretty good. I don't hear it at all. I like how you're putting your phone to your ear. You have headphones on. How is that going to help? Shut up, Sid! (laughs) Jeez. Hold on, I'll send it. Tell us about your Reddit AMA with System of a Down. How about you tell us about that instead, since we're talking about Surge? Oh, yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Surge and John, the vocalist and drummer of System of a Down, were doing an AMA and Ask Me Anything, because they have a, a world tour... Uh, that they're about to start. When did they do their uh, AMA? On Friday or on, on Thursday, maybe. And uh, so obviously the one question I had to ask was what was their favorite type of sunflower seed? Excellent because, question. Because, the <laughs> you know, in toxicity, uh, you know, there's that line, eating seeds is a pastime activities. And they even have in, a music, in the music video, they're eating seeds. Uh-huh. And in the music video, by the way, they're eating Davids, which I... That's the poser shit. That's the Budweiser. Yeah, that's bullshit. Bud Light. Okay. Bullshit. Was there like a product placement? You the see them you, you see, see them eating, like having the bags of... Mm. And like... Uh, anyway, so I asked them what... I go, what are your favorite types of sunflower seeds? I prefer the large white Turkish ones, personally. <laughs> you got downvoted, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, it totally didn't... But he responded... John, the drummer, responded... I don't like sunflower seeds. Well, he don't write the fucking lyrics, though. Bullshit. Bullshit! Like the, the, Serge was there. He could have answered. He could have been like, no, John, I'll take this one. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. And also, he just said it was a pastime activity. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say he really likes them. Bullshit. What does that mean, by the way, that lyric? Uh, I have no idea. It's, uh, I, I love System of a Down. That's probably my favorite band of the last like 15 20 years. That's not their best song though. But yeah, but there's a lot of their lyrics don't make any fucking yeah. sense. I think it's just about being a cacophony, a melodic yeah. uh, you know, like a cornucopia of sounds and they don't care what the lyrics mean. Their vocals aren't well, instrument. Well, I, I feel like they probably think that their lyrics are profound, but No, I think there's All right, let me rephrase that. I think there are times when they try to be profound. And there are other songs that are just oh yeah they do whatever some, like wacky just screaming shit yes something about mushroom people terracotta pie no. <laughs> banana banana terracotta pie uh, I, I I think I, I imported this sound to my let me see if this comes through here we go I don't even remember what he this got is out of, uh, Iran in a, in a hurry Jr Jr stole JR my joke stealing Rob's material in a hurry. In a hurry. <laughs> he ran. He's rushing. He's in a hurry. He got out of uh, Iran in a, in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Iran, if I could just completely go on a team. Iran. I watched, you know, Vice has a show on HBO on Friday nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. Did anybody else watch this week's? They did a whole thing about how, so in Iran, homosexuality is outlawed, obviously. Yes. 
But there's a technicality, and it's the most ridiculous fucking thing. What? Do you know where I'm going with this, Darren? Well, no, what no. is it? So the Quran says you can't be gay. But the Quran and like ayatollahs and stuff have are the ones that came up with this loophole for some ridiculous reason. It doesn't specifically say anything about sex change operations. So if you're gay in Iran, what you do is you have a sex change operation. Oh, I heard about this. Not from and that's Vice. fine. And that's like, you're, it's okay. And you're allowed to just like be a lady in society if you have what a sex change. What if you're change. a top? You're <sighs> fucked. Yeah. Well, no. You'd, no, you'd, you'd get wanna, yourself yeah. a guy to ha- that has a sex change operation. Oh, yeah. that's true. What am yeah. I saying? Of course. <laughs> but that's like what people do there. Wow. If they can't leave the country, they will have a sex change operation just so they can... Like fully, like but on the bottom too? That's just, like, what if you are a gay guy that likes penis, though, and you're a top? Then you, you're, you're screwed. Well, maybe the sex change is just like boobs and like... No, 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 no. It's full-on full gender reassignment surgery. I feel wow. like getting it's crazy. a sex change is much more work than getting a fucking plane ticket to a normal Some country. Some people... Can, yeah. Uh, Less we expensive, got, You gotta take care of your family, you know, like... I what mean, if, what if you have an old grandma, a broad, an old broad? You got to take, take get two plants. But it's just like like how we always complain about Orthodox Jews here finding all these loopholes for the right. This is like the extreme, yes. the ultimate like, loophole. Oh my god! The and the fact that like these religious clerics there are okay with it's like, well, if you're okay with that, then clearly intellectually you're also okay with homosexuality. Well, yeah, technically they are women. Yeah. Well, do they kind of explain why what the reasoning is for the being? So against homosexuality is it well, in the Quran? just because the Quran says it oh it does but the Quran does not explicitly sure. mention sex change operations because there was no yeah. such thing back then that's why it doesn't I'm sure if they wrote the Quran now they'd be against that too well there was they, they, the they, book doesn't say that so go ahead that's fine they were sex changes they used to just hack your dick off well, with a scimitar but then you'd probably bleed out and die <laughs> tourniquets <laughs> yeah that's what turbans were invented for. Right? <laughs> in, case, in case your dick gets cut off, it saves your life. They just walk around with it on their head just in case. Yes. That was always handy. Oh, now I understand. Someone's going to write in the chat now that turbans are for Sikhs and not Arabs. I know that. Yeah. It's a joke. They have sex changes too. In this one, uh, w- one uh, website, it says... Uh, Sharia teaches that homosexuality is a vile form of fornication punishable by death. But sex change, not so bad. Yeah. Uh, Beneath the surface, however, there are implied references to homosexual behavior in paradise. And it is a part of historical Arab and Muslim culture. We're going to get blown up if you say any more. In paradise? Yeah. Okay. So I guess once you you fulfill your, your duties for Allah. Duty. (laughs) <laughs> and you go to paradise If you're gay Maybe those 76 versions are, uh, are dudes 72 Well are, if you're gay then they're prob- you're probably a virgin too Why? You could have sex You could just pretend to have sex with women Or maybe uh, no, If you get to true. heaven Those vile urges that you have To have to be with penis It was just a test and yeah, they go away It goes away and then you're normal mm. That must be what happens too bad there is no heaven or afterlife. Damn it. Well, shh, come on. No. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> come on. We know that. 
<laughs> Why are you fucking around with your microphone, Rob? What's there was like on? a hair or something on it. it there was mayonnaise all yeah, over it. Yeah, it was before. dried up like, mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there was mayonnaise. And now there's and hair then, growing out of the and mayonnaise. And then like my beard hair probably got caught in the mayonnaise. Ew. And then it was like poking at me, so I had to clean oh. it up. <laughs> We're all good Your now. own mayo-soaked beard hair. I would love to get a Petri dish and get like a sample of Rob's microphone, oh. put it in there, and see what it looks like next week when he comes back. It's like fucking CSI. <laughs> have a new species that could just co-host the show with us next week <laughs> can you imagine a bunch of like little tiny bacteria Roberts I lived with him I saw those <laughs> I don't have to imagine yeah. it my living space was covered in them it's called Sid's bathtub yeah, yeah. To, to be fair <laughs> Sid shed just as much if not more than I'm I did sure. So. But there's just more of you, so there's more to shed. I feel like you're hairier than I am. But there's more of you. Uh, you have more hair on more your head. More surface area. Yeah. Sid has, uh, Rob has, Sid has more hair per capita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Sid's True. body is just all hair. Mine is not. Well, have, what do you know like about couchy. my body? <laughs> what have I've you seen, seen you, I've seen body. you when you would, like, leave the shower and go to your room. With only a towel didn't on. Didn't know you were checking me out so thoroughly. <laughs> uh, it's hard to miss the giant football uh, <laughs> oh, walking across. Going somewhere else with that. I was, no. Giant what? Giant pecs? I, uh, I was getting ready for a compliment of some sort. <laughs> no, nope, not, not from this <laughs> area. Uh, yeah, not for that area. Uh, Aldo Dorino said, wasn't Rob's Uncle Fazel and his Boko Haram <laughs> buddies up to no good in Kenya? <laughs> Boko Haram? <laughs> you don't know what that is? What, what's a Boko? Boko Haram. Or it's a oh. terrorist group. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they're they're killing people left and right. Yeah. I, 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 I don't I don't uh, concern myself with that. Rob is not a Muslim. <laughs> Rob doesn't care about Africa. There's a certain level of brown. Once you reach that, Rob stops caring about oh. your people. African what? brown, he's not into. Middle Eastern brown, he's sort of concerned with. African brown could go fuck themselves. It depends if you brought him a baklava. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold We're on. Or a balaclava. Where, a where's the baklava? <laughs> How about a balalaika? Oh. How about a Barbra Streisand? What? <laughs> Rob? I don't know. Barbra Streisand is not on the show this week. I couldn't book her. Baba Walters. <laughs> ejaculation. Uh, so let's talk about this uh, Noah's worst nightmare. Oh, Jesus. An Asian man uh, was found on the, on the That's New York just the end of the sentence. Noah's <laughs> worst nightmare, an Asian man. The end. Was on Moving a subway on. recently, apparently high on some sort of drug, and out of nowhere, whips out a giant black dildo. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little flustered. <laughs> And he was just waving it around, smacking people with his dildo. No, if you were on the train and there was a guy, an Asian man, and he was going in his in his in his uh, little tote, mm-hmm. and you're and you're just like, oh god, is he? He's, going, he's got a dildo tote. <laughs> Would you be happier or first? sadder to see that it wasn't nail clippers? He yes, was that was my question. It's like, oh, were you you would anticipate the clippers, but then out comes a dildo. I would, yeah, I would definitely be happier that he's taking out this big like comical dildo as opposed to those weird like hot dog bun puffs that they eat or like (laughs) pork buns no it's just like a like a bun with like a hot dog in it yeah a hot dog just like an Asian hot dog it's cooked all around yeah it's cooked all around here's the twist 
It's a nail clipper shaped like a dildo. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Then I just jump off the train. I jump off the subway. Even if it's moving? Yeah, I don't know. It might make me go crazy. What if he tried to trip you with the dildo as you ran? Would you jump over I would the probably dildo? get very mad. Just to, <laughs> if, if, if I'm being truthful, I would probably be really upset. Would you try to grab the dildo away from him? Or would you be afraid of where it's been? I would probably smack him with my purse and say, get away from me, and walk to the other side of the train. What if he smacked your purse with his dildo? <laughs> I don't know, Sid. He probably would just chase you. He seems like he's up for fun. Wasn't he, like, on, like, drugs or something, or he was tripping on something? I don't That's, think he would chase the, me. Why not? Because usually when you're on drugs, you don't really want to chase. Confucius anything. say, when woman angry about dildo or nail clipping, keep patience. <laughs> Do not attack. Chase her across the Atlantic Avenue station. <laughs> Wherever she's going, just keep following. You know, I, what I was looking for in the pictures, which I couldn't tell, I wanted to see if he had, like, one of those long pinky nails <laughs> 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 that they used to, like, dig in their nose. Oh. Hold on. No. You say such fucked up <laughs> He does not have the long pinky nail. That's also That could also be a Coke pinky. You don't know. No, maybe no. Maybe he's got the Coke up his nose and he's trying to get some out. I'm in with the call, call. What's going on? Oh no, the table is collapsing. <laughs> oh no. No, the leg is just falling. What's what is happening? We're having some technical difficulties <laughs> here sake. on the show. I'm in love with the call, call. There we go. Yeah. All right, good lord. Holy I'm in love with the nail crepe. Prop, prop the table up with that big, big black dildo. <laughs> yeah. Stick it right under the leg. Now, no. when you saw the size of that dildo, were you like, I could take that? No, I was not. Or would you tease yourself with it? (laughs) What? No, not put it all the way in. I don't think that I would ever want to, like, even go near a dildo that is, like, in one of those shopping bags. (laughs) How else are you going to get home? That that this man probably got from China. What if you put a condom on it? No, why Why do I need this? Can it I just doesn't have to my be own? that guy's specific dildo. We're just saying that dildo <laughs> if you bought it in a store. Well, we're not saying that. Oh, the two I'm of you sorry. are saying that. I'm staying away from that this. Is not, that's not the dildo that I would buy at the store. That's just like a, you know. At the dildo store? It's it's a joke dildo. <laughs> does, that's, does anyone that's the really use title, that? by the way. <laughs> does, joke dildo. <laughs> does anyone use that dildo for, like, sexual pleasure? No. Rob, I like dildo samurai for the... Uh, Rob, check the Amazon reviews for that dildo, please. <laughs> Click through. Ken P says, <laughs> I'd like to read this to what El Dutorino said in the chat. Confucius say, Noah who stand on toilet is high on pot. <laughs> not not sit, in, sit in her own poo? Ah, sit in own poo. <laughs> no, she's squatting higher than the poo. Yeah. She, she better hope so. Sadly, there are no reviews for the black dildo on Amazon. That specific one, or you just looked up? I just put a big black dildo. (laughs) Pretty soon, you're gonna go by the Chinese restaurant, and it'll be hanging next to the ducks. Yeah, or next to the skinned rabbits. (laughs) Big black dildo. Do you ever have that moment when you send someone a text, and then you're not sure if you sent it to the right person, and you have to go back and check? Yes. Because I just texted Rob joke dildo, and then Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, I did just text that to Rob, right? (laughs) Yes. Anyone else I text that to that could Rob cause a lot has of problems. Bonnie, not yeah. Rob, your other friend. Yeah, Rob. But at least yeah, it's it's a, it's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> like where's true. the big black not, dildo? Not that serious I, like, dildo. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one review I found of a black dildo on uh, Amazon. One star. <laughs> Ordered black. Got pink. A disaster. Oh, no. <laughs> a disaster. That's what we do. What's the name what of the What if it's reviewer? like, this won't do. Was it Harvey Fierce? Yeah, who wrote the review? Does it say? Uh, I just wanted a John black H. Dildo. Oh, Harvey F. Dude, can you click through and see if he has any other reviews? The, the title was Bait and Switch. Oh. That's the only review. It's clearly marked on the website as a black dildo. <laughs> that's the only review he's written, or that's the only the review? The only review he's written. I, I pranced with anticipation toward my mailbox. Oh! <laughs> Only to find a normal six-inch white man's dildo. <laughs> I simply have no use for this Amazon. That he created an Amazon like, review <laughs> account just for this, because he had no other reviews. Who, who could I chase on the R train with this? <laughs> Certainly not Noah. <laughs> well, uh, and then also... <laughs> Also, it, uh, it, there's on another dildo from Katie. The review is would have given it five stars if I knew what I was getting myself into. Uh, this is huge, one, ladies and gentlemen. But Kurt should definitely be a part of the description. Yeah, I. Oh, go ahead, Sid. Oh, go ahead. I ordered a single-headed dildo, and I received a double-headed dildo. I must say. I'm not a fan of that kind of sharing. (laughs) Maybe that was the movie session that he had. (laughs) I went with a buddy or buddies to the local. Just some buffalo wings from a pizza place and a double-headed dildo. That's all. It's a Sunday night. A normal Sunday night. (laughs) Uh, Divine Chaos in the chat says, if Noah saw an Asian guy thrashing people on the subway with a dildo or... No, he said thrashing. Or trash. Joke. Oh, I see. Oh. Uh, thrashing people on the subway with a dildo, she'd take her mother's back massager and fight him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like lightsabers that smell funny. It was my friend's mother, by the way. Yeah, get, get your story right, Devon. Yeah. Okay, it was uh, Egg Senior. <laughs> Is it senior when it's a mom? Like if you're named after your mom? Or something? I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. But people just don't usually do that, but it would be. Mm-hmm. I, I remembered another song parody you did with Egg. Do you remember that? That we had, since we're talking about the... Uh, we were, you mentioned the Jenny from the Block one you did. Well, I mentioned that during the break. So? Oh, okay. I don't <laughs> what was the other... What was the other it was a tattoo song. Oh, yeah, with the vodka, uh, Vodka's right? in my head, going through my head. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And Egg sang that with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Egg, Egg is now a mother. Really? Wow. Yeah. She used one of her eggs. Yeah, she used one of her eggs, and now she's somebody's mother. I, um, I, if I dig that song up, everyone can hear Egg, the voice of the woman who was then a girl using the back massager with you. <laughs> Among other things. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? Like what? Did you get her pregnant that day? Is that yeah. Yeah. Her mother now? Yes, I got her pregnant 20 years ago, oh, and she a... just had a baby. Wow. It's an ass baby. That's how long it works when it's two girls. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Marilyn Manson got punched in a uh, Denny's last weekend. 
Why was he in a Denny's? Listen, the customers get very angry. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't wear a hairnet. His hair kept getting in the fucking soup. Oh, he was... uh, They wanted his contacts. It was Denny's. They uh, they denied a uh, black man service, and uh, Marilyn Manson was the manager, and he took the blame for it. Uh, yeah, no, apparently he was eating after a show. I mean, I, I, the only way I could rationalize this is they were in Alberta, Canada. It's 2 a.m. He just gets out of the show. The only thing open would be a Denny's, he right? Can't, he doesn't have a guarantee or a rider where there's, like, catering at the venue? For, but, I mean, sure, was but he not playing a 2 a.m.? a small club owned by a 60-year-old Christian woman? He's getting, <laughs> he's getting the catering at the beginning of the night. You don't get it at the end you of the could, night. If he's a big enough act that he could ask for that. Clearly he can. But also with the catering, that comes out of your guarantee. So You're paying a fucking for plate of back bacon and fucking maple mm-hmm. syrup. Maybe he wants Denny's though, specifically. But yeah. then have it brought to the yeah, venue. I agree. Nobody punches you in the face there. So allegedly, uh, a couple uh, went up and talked to him, and uh, <laughs> he called uh, the girl a bitch. And then the boyfriend was not having it. But well, then Marilyn Manson side of the story is that wasn't the story. That two girls approached him. It was fine. And then this guy came out of nowhere. Mm. I like that better. Hey, Marilyn, you seen Richie? <laughs> <laughs> you know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? <laughs> now, Marilyn Manson said he's going to press charges next time he's in Alberta. Okay. I think he Six years from now. Yeah, he's never Good going luck. back. I don't think he's yeah. getting another tour. <laughs> he's starting to look like Nicolas Cage, by the way. Oh, my God. If you've seen how he looks lately. Are we sure they're not the same person? Uh, I have seen Marilyn Manson in person. I've never seen Nicolas Cage in person. So mm. maybe you have. Mm. Uh-huh. You've seen Marilyn Manson in person. Uh, yeah. Well, like at the Golden Gods. You never, you never stopped. They had that at a Denny's when he was on shift. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when Rob stopped at Denny's after the Golden Gods. Actually, oh. uh, really like Marilyn Manson. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I really, I love Antichrist Superstar. I think that's a great album. I don't really like his music as much, but I, I like him as a person. I think he does a lot of good for people, and he's just like a um, civil rights activist in a way, small way. Still though, oh, he was. I think yeah. he has enough built-up karma that he. Fair enough. Ninety seconds. I, I respect the Marilyn Manson. <laughs> But his music is the no good piece of shit. What about Twiggy Ramirez? Do you respect the Twiggy Ramirez? No. Is that someone? Fuck the Twiggy Ramirez. That was someone, right? That yeah. Was one of them. Who else guitarist. do you have? John Five. Buckethead. Is John Five <laughs> touring with him? <laughs> totally. No, that. not anymore. He's a totally Rob Zombie. Right. Rob didn't correct me, so I assume yeah. Buckethead actually. Rob doesn't know. Buckethead never played with Marilyn. I know. Yeah. I just threw that out there as a joke. I, I didn't, didn't hear you. He didn't answer. Buckethead just looks like Marilyn Manson. Daisy Berkowitz, that was one, right? Yeah. That guy's dying, I he think. Is. He has of cancer. What? No, that's not good. Let me see. I'll look it up. He might have already died. Yeah. Well, we did speak about of him on the show. So. Yeah. A live cast curse. Retroactive. Yeah. Daisy Berkowitz has stage four colon cancer. Oof. Oh, that's the bad oh. one. That's from eating all those Denny's meals <laughs> on the road for so many years. You're not kidding. Jeez. What's I his want- actual name? Let's at least do the, him the respect of not... Scott Putsky. Oh, my God, really? No, no relation to Ivan. Get or out of the, here. Yeah. Scott Putsky was the... Was Ivan Ivan's son's son? Yeah, that different, different Scott Putsky. Are we sure? Yes. That's a pretty unusual name. Yeah, to have too- in common. <laughs> Is that Scott Putsky still alive? Yes. Are you sure? 
I think Does so. Does he have colon cancer? Yeah. Stage four? No, it's a different person. <laughs> He's at stage three. More than one person can have colon cancer, Rob. Come on. It's go true. get checked. Fair enough. Have you, this whole time, did you think that only one person could have cancer at a time? Yes. That you is should, what I you should go get checked. <laughs> That yeah. prostate exam. You know, speaking of that, I went to the doctor and uh, I was like, I had a physical and I was all braced to get the finger up the butthole. Mm-hmm. And he said, we don't do that anymore. They, what? Uh, we, we have now efficient blood tests huh. that can screen for that without putting the finger in but the butt. But aren't they feeling for like lumps or anything? Well, unusual? he said, anything that I feel in your rectum will also show up in the test. And I said, and then you go, listen, sure? doctor, well, I came here to get a finger up yeah, my butt. Well, that's exactly, that figure up that's my exactly what I didn't say because I <laughs> I was concerned, but I didn't know how to phrase it without looking like I really wanted my butthole invaded, which Just I didn't. Like, oh, listen, I'm old school. I was, hand in listen, there. I was relieved that I didn't have to get a finger in my butt, so I didn't question it. But uh, And then I looked online. They said that's a, like a very effective method of screening, screening for cancer and stuff like that. Huh. Do they take the blood out of your butt, or is it just like from anywhere in your body? No, he took a blood test uh, from my blood from my arm, and mm-hmm. they and they can screen for all kinds of shit now. Technology. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness, I was going there dreading that visit. All right, Darren, bend over. I'll stick a finger yeah, up no. your butt. Rob's ready. I, I, de- I definitely. Don't it's a trained professional. I'm I'm a pro at fingering people in public. I mean, Rob we've established has, that. Rob's had a speculum up his butt. Oh, really? What? Have you? No. I don't know. I'm just gonna... <laughs> Who did that to you, Rob? Nobody. Is that fossil? That's false. <laughs> that is false. Fossils. The shizzle. <laughs> My nizzle. Popsicle stick. <laughs> Uncle Fazel and Uncle Gina had a little threesome with <laughs> oh, the robber. Rob. Show me on the doll where he touched you. Fazel never touched me. He was a great uncle. Gina did. No, neither of them. Oh did. well, you implied that. No. What? You just made you watch while they touched themselves? Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was never molested by That's any of learn. my my relatives. Oh, so you're gonna learn proper technique. Gotta you see your uncle doing it first. What? Pornography. Yeah. What if your uncle's in the pornography? You just send watch some a different Polaroids. pornography. <laughs> I watch that pornography. All right, fine. Isn't that a good segue for the question of the week? Oh yeah, I forgot all oh, about yeah. that. Uh, we did get some. Uh, yeah, and and what was the question, Noah? While I queue up, what's the, the most traumatic thing that your parents have either said to you or done to you? Yes, and so uh, let's see. We have. A few. Okay, so we have the state of Indiana. <laughs> the whole state called it. Hi, guys. It's the state of Indiana here. <laughs> um, just wanted to say that it is not discrimination against gays. It's religious freedom. Look it up. It's in the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> okay. And then we have a passionate blogger. <laughs> this is great. Hey guys, it's Blake from Pig Destroyer. Just wanted to say that when you guys were talking about Ken Pierce's Yelp reviews, Noah said, and I quote, he's a passionist blogger. 
It's true. I remember when you said that, and I wanted to mention it, but then we quickly segued to something else, so there wasn't like that window of time to call you out on saying passionist. That's his uh, religion. He's a passionist. Let's uh, quickly go back to a few weeks ago when Dimebag's ghost called in. Boo! This is Dimebag's ghost. Boo! I just wanted to say thanks for sticking up for me last week. We'll share a black tooth grin one day. Boo! <laughs> Cheers! And Noah's hot. Boo! Apparently, he could still get boners in the afterlife. Oh who is that? I just snorted. That so delightful. Uh, Dimebag's ghost. <laughs> Apparently, Dimebag's ghost is trapped between worlds and can't go. He needs Whoopi. <laughs> he needs Whoopi Goldberg to, <laughs> to move along. What do you think is the problem he has to solve before he can uh, go to the other world? Yeah, he's got to get some from Noah. If uh, oh. if uh, Vinnie Paul's hair is real or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, a wig or not. He's going to fire Richie. <laughs> I don't know why Reggie did Bobby Lupa. Uh, All right, then we got a real one. <laughs> Not that those weren't real. Those are very real. From El Dutorino. Hope he doesn't still have a cold. I can honestly say my parents have never done anything traumatic to me. They've always been rational, fair-minded individuals. But one thing my dad did do to me when I was little that was traumatic for some other woman, that makes for a funny story. I was about three years old, and we were coming back from a vacation, and we had landed in LAX. I saw the baggage carousel that was spinning everyone's bags around, and I thought that would have been really fun to ride, but my dad just knew I'd get in the way of things, so he sat me down and stepped on the back of my shirt so he knew I couldn't pull away or stand up. I was rolling on the ground, crying, having a tantrum, and then some other woman stuck her nose in her business and said, How could you do that to that poor, sweet little boy? And then my dad said to the woman, He's the poster child for birth control. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. I guess you had to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Jerk. You just figuratively stepped on his shirt and let him roll around on the ground. That's right. Freaking kid needs to see an allergy doctor already. For God's oh, sake! Oh, calm down. He's always stuffed up. I think I caught a cold from him. See, <laughs> a little sniffly today. So, Sid, what was the most traumatic thing you've heard? Um, so for my dad, it wasn't one specific event. This happened multiple times throughout my youth. But he would get drunk and then uh, want to, you know, give me a, a lecture. And the the main point was always, don't have kids when you grow up because they'll be ungrateful pieces of shit like you are. Uh huh. Oh. So that was a nice thing. Yeah, that's pretty traumatic. The the worst thing my mom probably ever said to me, and this I wasn't a kid anymore, I was in college at this point, but like after I had had my first bout of uh, cancer, we got into a fight about something and her retort to me was, I thought having cancer would make you nicer. Oh. Uh. So that was nice. Wow. Yeah. Did it though? No. No. <laughs> no, it made you much more And simple. it didn't make her nicer either, so there you go. Did it make you worse too, or did you just stay the same? No, I pretty much stayed the same. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess for me, um, when I was 28, my mom, like I was talking to my mom on the phone, and we were saying goodbye to each other, and she said, I love you. And that was like the first time she had ever said it to me. <laughs> So ever, ever, ever. My mom never, never like she, she was Jeez. never affectionate or anything like that. And I just like I didn't I didn't know what to do. I was just like, OK, bye. so your most traumatic moment was no, being no, no, told no. you were loved. 
no, 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 no. Okay. So, um, it was the previous 20 years. Yeah, it was, was, the it was, it was or, well, that was just going to be the start to my story because oh, okay. my mom was never like emotion, like, um, uh, Available, emotionally available, emotionally available, or anything like that, or mentally available. Um, but like, she would always throw my things out, or like go through all my stuff when I wasn't home. And um, uh, she, when I was older, she, uh, I used to have one friend, Egg, and she said to me, "You know, I thought that you were a lesbian when you were younger." And I was like, so what if I was, a, so what? And she's, and she's like, no, I'm so glad that you turned out straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I was a kid, you know, like, realize, like getting that information from her as an adult, I would think about like how she used to talk to me when I was younger. Cause when I was younger, I was a tomboy and everything. And she would like, f- like throw out my clothes and like f- want me to wear skirts and look like a girl. And I didn't like it. And she would just say, "No man, what is ever gonna want you or anything like that?" She was she was forcing you into being straight. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah. well, no, it's <laughs> it didn't it didn't work at I mean it didn't work at all. You were on the pa- oh you aren't straight. It def well it traumatized me in other ways. Oh, Not that being gay or lesbian is traumatic. And just so, what if I would have been a lesbian? You no. should be just to spite her. I know. I'm thinking about it, but <laughs> I have a great boyfriend. Any well, prospects in mind, though, of who you would be a lesbian with? Um, now that um, what's her face lives in California, Monica. Listen, yeah. I was going to say just. I was going to say just makes it happy and say Monica. No, no, but that's the obvious one that she would go with. But she lives in California. So you don't want to do a long distance relationship. You want someone you could put in your mom's face all the time to really piss her off. Yeah. It's got to be somebody around here. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> she's also in California. Well, well I'm just saying. It, well, she's in Washington. If I really wanted to piss my mom off, like if I was doing it just to piss my mom off, it would have to be a woman and she would have to be black. Okay. Sister Raba? No, oh, she's, she's not, not black. black. <laughs> she's darker <laughs> than you. That's, she's not. She's swarthy uh, Middle yeah, Eastern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just they're they're equally they're of equal tan. I feel uh, no, my sister. No. But anyway, my mom is nuts. Noah's like a golden brown. I'm olive complexion. You're golden brown. You're you're more like a chocolatey brown. Okay, that's the sure. difference in my eyes. Uh, okay. okay, that's all. Not uh, saying one is necessarily better than the other. Well, the last time we did the question of the week, I guess I'll know you were done, right? Do you have mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Oh, I, you, you want more stories about my mom? Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, that was quite enough. <laughs> I mean, I shared the one about my mom uh, walking in on me masturbating or whatever, uh, and then <laughs> chastising my sister to not walk. So that was her trying to, like, you know, do you a solid. Yeah, pun still very traumatic for me. Semi-solid. Uh, <laughs> so then I guess... The most traumatic thing my dad ever did to me, I don't remember what led up to this, but I uh, we were like watching a movie and we were eating... Oh, uh, no. I'm already nervous. We were eating uh, chicken cutlets and then I must... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I infuriated him so much that he took a chicken cutlet and he chucked it and he hit me in the eye. <laughs> wow. And you might think a chicken cutlet does not hurt. Is it frozen? No, it wasn't frozen. Wait, was it, it was right breaded. out of the deep fryer? No, 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 no. But like he threw it with such force 
That is fucking overhand, underhand, overhand. sidearm, overhand, just like like all like across the table, all of his power, yeah, yeah. and like a Clayton short distance, at a short distance too. So like, did the breading stay it didn't intact? Slow down. Uh, yeah, it didn't really break up. Did he make you eat it afterwards? Like, and no, uh, I the shock of what he did was <laughs> was like what just happened? How does that hurt? That was maybe the most, well, one of the most traumatic things my dad. Oh, one time when my dad was drunk, he threw an ashtray at my head. He oh. missed though, but he dented the wall. And wow. you know the the reason that he did that is because I had a final in college and I wanted a ride to school so I wouldn't be late. Uh-huh. And he didn't feel like giving me a ride, so he threw. An so instead, he threw an ashtray at my head. Okay. Did your Thanks. father beat you? I, I'm not. It was ne- when I like in the guise of discipline it was never like oh i'm in a bad mood so come let me smack you it was like i was a dick and then but i would i got really good at running into the bathroom and locking myself in there that's good so wow interesting yeah he did chuck and then i scuffled with him a little bit and i think i i got the i hurt him more than he hurt me but then i I was like bleeding from like so, like my cheek or something, and I had to go take a final with like a cut of my Aww. face from fighting Jeez. my dad. Did you pass? Probably. I mean, I graduated, so <laughs> must have been fine. Yeah, Let's he was see. also, I think, drunk at that point, so probably getting a ride from him wouldn't have been a good idea. And also, it was like ten in the morning, mm. so he was not in a good place. Darren? Uh, Darren? Oh, sorry. Uh, well, I didn't know if you were done yeah. with your traumatic Sorry, I had to uh, kick in an extra. Uh, my mo- well, one thing that this is not even the main event, but my mother used to send me to these horrible day camps. And it was really self-aggrandizing because she just wanted to basically have two months off from taking mm-hmm. care of me, basically. And I had to go to these horrible, horrible day camps. And I hated them. Like they would just take us to the dirty, needle-ridden beaches in like Mm -hmm. Brighton Beach and Coney Island. I had to deal with this stuff too. I had it, and the counselors were. I was like the only one that liked camp. It seemed so fun. It was was school without the work. Sixteen, eighteen-year-old counselors that used to traumatize all the kids and just fucking pick on them. Mm, Yep, all 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 counselors were nice people. Is this your story or my story? (laughs) (laughs) I was asking you to stand up for camp. Our summer camp. camp. If you're a parent listening to this, don't ever send. Yeah, don't send your kids to camp. It's horrible. If you um, want to send them to like sleepaway camps so they could actually experience nature and stuff like that. I feel like those are even worse. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go to But the day camp, don't, if you live in the city and send the kids to day camp, you might as well put them in jail. Yeah. Just send them to with. juvie hall. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that was that. And I pleaded with her for like the first six years she was doing it not to send me back. I'll do whatever. I'll stay home and do chores and everything. She just still made me go to the camp. And after a while, after I got old enough, I was at like 12 at this point. I just stopped mm-hmm. going. I just wouldn't show up and I'd cut and go with my friends. Just hanging on King's Highway? Yeah, they made it. It was like school. It wasn't school without the work. It was with the work. They would yeah. make us do fucking arts and farts shit and make lanyards and like, oh, uh, it was just Macaroni, like, this sucks. And single and shit. Just so shitty. There's nothing valuable. It was so shitty. That you were taking away from it. Without, that just occurred to me. That wasn't even what I was going to talk about. But we had for a while when I was a kid, like a teenager, we had a family friend of hers staying over that I hated, absolutely hated, and we used to. She was like a couple, a few years, and uh, we used to fight constantly. And she was like my mother's age, and I was like fourteen or sixteen or whatever. And we used to just go at it as if she was a teenager. She was that immature and idiotic, and. Um, so whatever, you know, that went on and on and on. And one day I just said to my mother, look, this is driving me nuts. Like, please, I'm your son. I, mean, I don't ask you for anything. Just kick her the fuck out. All right, all right, all right, all right. 
And then a little while passed, and she she basically told me that the woman had cancer, and that I don't want to upset the apple cart because she's like, you know, and she didn't have cancer, oh. like it was made up. Just to shut just you to up. Avoid, but my mother, I love my mother to this day. I've forgiven for her for a lot of shit. She also did a lot of good in my life, but she has a, she's very non confrontational. And she avoids conversation at all costs, including lying and bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing about my mother that I can't stand. And that has traumatized me in a lot of different instances. That was probably the worst <laughs> lie she ever told me. And then, and I, I don't believe in any of this fucking bullshit. Like, I'm not a, but the woman wound up dying of cancer. Oh, wow. I know it's a coincidence. Did you ever talk to your mom about that? Like, does she feel guilty? I like, never discussed it with her because I don't want to open that yeah. wound again. She would avoid my, it. My yeah. mother loves me. I don't begrudge her. I yeah. just, I know there's a lot of shit that she went through. So I know, I don't like pick on her about lying and all that stuff, but it really, it really bothered me, but we moved on from that. I feel like. I have uh, the opposite problem with my mom. She's too confrontational. <laughs> yeah. Like, mom, please don't pick this fight with this first yeah, you know, person. You know what, though? We wind up fighting because of that. Like, she still yeah. to this day is that way. She'll avoid fights by lying. And I'm like, I know you're fucking lying. Like, just stop lying. And then I, I have to keep at it. And then she'll be like, yeah, you're right. I was lying. I just didn't want to fight with you. And like, why do you even do that after how many years we've been going through the same conversation? You know, it's the same yeah. shit over and over. So, but you know, that's probably the worst lie she ever told me. And I identified in the chat says, let's get 3D's mom on the line. Let's talk this <laughs> out. <laughs> no. I can't do that. Uh, do we have a question for next week? Sid had a I question. had one. What was it? So let's say tomorrow a law was passed. Every working musician in the world had to retire, had to pick a new line of work, could not make music anymore, could not tour. But you had the power to save one of them, to have one of them keep working as a musician. And it's not bands, one person. Who would you pick and why? There are a lot of factors to consider. You consider age. The older they are, the more back catalog they have that they can play for you. But they're probably going to retire sooner, so then that's it. There's no one to replace them. You consider, do you just pick a drummer? Do you pick a singer-songwriter? Because they would be able to have more of a full concert experience or more of a full album experience. There's a lot of things to consider. So think think hard. And I can't pick Jake. Yeah, because that's too easy. Yeah. We discussed this beforehand. Yeah, that, too too easy of a choice. So if you're dating a musician, you can't. Yeah, ro- that means Rob, you can't pick Frank. Okay, uh, <laughs> deal. Sorry, I have an idea, but I'm not going to say. Right, cool. We'll find out next week. That's our show, everybody. Please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. It really makes a big difference. Also, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Metal Injection Livecast at Mi Livecast on Twitter. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and we might even have a guest. Come back and find out then. We'll see you then, everybody. Good night.